welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am glad to be here tonight. We are having some really fun issues on the uh, the board. If you're not able to get into the into the show right now, if you're getting a fast, busy signal or it's just not going through, keep trying. We'll be able to uh, try to get you on. We only have a couple lines coming in live to the studio right now, so if you're on hold, don't hang up. <laughs> If you're getting it fast, busy, if it just tells you the call can't go through, just keep trying. The same thing with the chat room. The chat room is not loading correctly. I am called into the show and live by the skin of my teeth. So hopefully I do not get disconnected tonight because if I do, that's the end of the show. I won't be able to reconnect. So as I always tell you in situations like this, we don't always do it pretty, but we always do it. So we're going to get through tonight, and we're going to have some fun and and uh, bring some callers on and do all kinds of fun things. So before I get started, I do want to run through a few things very quickly. Um, if you're interested, I'm going to do this part really fast because I have a lot to do tonight. If you're interested in putting together a writer's workshop with us, shoot me a message on Facebook under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. And let me know what you'd like to do. We can get that set up and put it together. It can be pre-recorded, live. Uh, just get a hold of me for some details, and I'll let you know. Next thing I want to do before we go any further at all is take a moment and thank our sponsors, the people who helped us cover our broadcasting license for the year 2021. Those sponsors are Melvin Douglas Johnson, Todd Carter, Vicki Aqua, Sean and Maddie Gullickson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Bart Solarchek, Brad and Darling Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Noreen and Gary Snyder, Gina Storm, Raymond Bentley, John Kays, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, Ron P. Brem, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert Mickey, Jade Miss, Rose Rose, and Christopher Fryan, Trina uh, Pierce, Dennis Must, uh, Barbara Wilson, and the anonymous donations in the name of poets that we have lost, which are Cherry Rose, Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Glenn Still, Rick Smith. All right, big list. Had a lot of people jump up and, and really help us keep the show going this year. Appreciate all of you on behalf of the entire community. Thank you, you guys. All right, the next thing I'm going to just going, oh, okay, oh, keep going. <laughs> next thing I want to do is I want to go over your journal assignments. So get your notebooks out. All right, and we'll go over your inspira- actually, it's inspiration from the inkwell. It's a segment of the show. We always start the show with different things for you to work on and little mini workshops. So if you're ever sitting there one night and you don't know what to do, Pull up the first 15 minutes of any of our shows and you'll get a little miniature workshop with all kinds of ideas for you, things for you to do. All right. So I'm stalling to give you guys time to grab your notebooks. Hope you have those in hand because we are going to go through these. 
Now, for your journal assignment, remember journal assignments are like yoga time pants with your brain. It's just you and your book and nobody else, and yeah, so it doesn't matter what you write in there. This isn't for popular consumption. This is just time for you to do some quiet time writing. <laughs> and what we've been working on for our journal assignments is exploring our sources of inspiration, things that reach unexpected, reach out unexpectedly and kind of grab our attention when we're walking through our day. You know, And no matter where you are or what you're doing, you should always pay attention to those things. You hear a sound. You smell a smell. Um, you see a color. Something flashes out of the corner of your eye and it makes you, you know, do a second glance. Stop and, and look and see what those things are that make you have those hiccups during the day. By identifying and becoming familiar with the things that inspire us, we will be able to feed that inspiration more and call on it when we're writing. All right. So observations. We've been working on observations. This last week, I had you write down everything that was soft. Everything you saw, felt, heard that was soft. This week, just like last week, instead of free writing, I'm going to have you write a letter, just like you did last week. In this letter, you will be using the list you made of things that are soft to explain to someone how much you love them. It can be a spouse, a child, a new love, a person you want to be in love with, maybe an old love, a friend, a family member. It doesn't matter. The world, yourself. Using the things on your list, I want you to like create comparisons to those quiet, tender feelings. Use the list to find things to describe a look or a touch or a breath or the distance between. You get the idea. So once again, you'll be using your list of things that are soft in the letter to explain to someone how tenderly, how much you love them. Aww. <laughs> Remember, this is your journal assignment. No one will see it but you. You have to do it, but you know, if it's to someone you don't really want hanging around in your book, you can always burn it later, but write it. <laughs> okay. This week, I want you to make a list of everything that is abrasive, okay? And I really want you to take some liberties with this because abrasive can have, there's a lot of different things you can describe as abrasive. Like, um, you know, if you, if you, something you hear or something you see, someone's voice a phrase, you know, something to the, the texture, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. All the things that seem, that rub you the wrong way, I guess that's a good way to put it, or are literally abrasive. Just write them all down. And remember, any additional notes that you write down or observations you make about the things you have on your list will help you later when you're sitting down to pull ideas from it when you're writing. Okay, so if you, you know, you see... You know, broken concrete. You know, write down some observations. Is it hot? Is it um, in the shade? Does it have a dandelion growing out of it? I don't know. But, yeah, anything that you can think of that will help bring you back to that that image of the thing that was abrasive. All right. Next week, I will give you what you're going to be writing to using all of the things that you observe that are abrasive between now and then. All right. 
Now, writing exercise. Your writing exercise is different than your prompt, or your, excuse me, your uh, journal assignment. Your writing exercise is meant to push you out of your comfort zone, to make you think about things in a way you've never thought about them, write in a way you've never written, uh, write about something you would never think about writing. Okay, it's meant to make you do something new. Remember, it's only when we're out of our comfort zones that we grow. So what we've been working on, we used to, I used to have um, the writing exercise and the prompts. Those were done separately, but I've combi combined those two uh, because what we've been working on is our pick apart a prompt in our exercise section. And I wanted to merge that with our prompts so that we could use, use them together to create and write to these prompts. I think that it's going to really help more, I guess, when writing to these than doing it the other way. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're doing it this way now. <laughs> All right, so the reason that we do the pick apart a prompt exercise is because it's important to know that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you do write to it. All right, this exercise will help you get away from writing what is typical or following the first knee-jerk reaction that the prompt wants to pull you in it makes you dig down into your guts and find those unique, amazing, only written by you type poems. It gets you past writing the predictable. All right. So I'm going to give you your list of poetry prompts first, and then I will go over the pick apart a prompt portion of the writing exercise. So grab your journals and pens. And remember, prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, the prompt can be the title of the poem, it can be a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem. Beyond that, whatever you do with it is up to you. But it should grow into a poem. So number your paper 1 through 12. Prompt number 1, my imaginary friend. My imaginary friend. Number 2, Shaped by this music. Shaped by this music. Number three, how simple after all. How simple after all. Number four, like peeling an orange. Like peeling an orange. Number five, torn from the dream. Torn from the dream. Number six, woman under the banyan tree. Woman under the banyan tree. Number seven, in secret rooms of childhood. In secret rooms of childhood. Number eight, in the cutting garden. In the cutting garden. Number nine, where the dragons bled. Where dragon? Where the dragon? Where the dragon bled? One dragon. Where the dragon bled? Number ten. Smoke from witching fires. Smoke from witching fires. Number eleven. Stars in the fisherman's net. Stars in the fisherman's net. And number twelve. The death of wonder. The death. Of wonder. 
Now remember you can write one poem to each of these. You can mix and match them and use 11 and 4 and 7 and 10 and create a poem out of those. Mix and match them however you want. Or you can get real ambitious and write one poem to each different prompt or use every single prompt in one poem. Use all 12 prompts in one poem. That would be like the ultimate five-star, you know, Olympic gold medal move maneuver. <laughs> all right. So for your pick-apart-a-prompt portion of this exercise, before you write to any of these prompts, I want you to open your journal, and I want you to take prompt number one, which was, let me get back up there, my imaginary friend, and I want you to write that at the top of the page. Prompt number one, my imaginary friend. Underneath it, I want you to write at least six different poems you could write to that title. Six different directions you could go. Six different topics you could assign my imaginary friend to. You know, you could, your imaginary friend could be the angel that watches over you. It could be actually a drop-dead Fred. <laughs> you know, your imaginary friend could be, you know, the voice inside your pen. Get the idea? So write down six different poems or six different ways you could write a poem using that prompt. Don't follow the first one you think of. Dig deeper and find more. Once you've written at least six for that one, write number two, shaped by this music. And then write six different poems, at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. And on down the list, one at a time, all the way down through 12. All right? And I promise you that if you do this, one of them at some point is going to grab a hold of you and have you off and running and writing. There's no way you can do this exercise and get through it without that happening. It's just the way your brain works. All right, so again... I'm going to go through these real quickly. Your prompts for this week are, one, my imaginary friend, two, shaped by this music, three, how simple after all, four, like peeling an orange, five, torn from the dream, six, woman under the banyan tree, seven, in secret rooms of childhood, eight, in the cutting garden, nine, where the dragon bled, ten, Smoke from witching fires. Eleven. This one's my favorite. Eleven. Stars in the fisherman's net. Twelve. The death of wonder. And there you have it. Remember that we have been focusing on reading. Reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. Feed your brain, and in turn, it will feed you. Then our activities, we've been pushing towards learning one new poetry form every single month. So every month, go on, Google Poetry Forms, find something in a, in a form you've never written before or explored, and just learn one new one a month. Look at it like a word puzzle. You're playing playing with words and figuring it out. All right, and the second thing, write a haiku every single day. Every day, go out there in the world and find something worth 17 syllables. Even if what you write down is only 15, you can always go back later and add the other two. You know, but get those little poetic hiccups on paper. Or a haiku every single day. 
think if you did this for an entire year, you'd have a whole bunch of them to pick through. You could pick between 38 and 60 of them, and at the end of the one year, you have a haiku poetry book. Every poet should have a book of haiku. I don't care what kind of poet they are. It's kind of like having a, a haiku, a book of haiku poetry is kind of like mandatory, like a celebrity having their guest appearance on Saturday Night Live. Right? Anybody who's anybody has been on Saturday Night Live. Anybody who's anybody has their haiku book. So, you know, this is important stuff I'm telling you here. <laughs> All right. So that, I was talking kind of fast, but I wanted to get through that because I have two tracks I'm going to play at the beginning of the show tonight. I had one that I had planned to play, and then we had something come up, and um, so I'm going to play two. So I, I kind of rushed through this. If there's anything that you guys didn't catch somewhere along the way or I forgot to do something, um, if I got you lost somehow, just go back to the first, when the, as soon as the show's over, it'll go into archives. You can go back and listen to the podcast and... Right, stop and start at your leisure and write down the prompts and everything that I gave you. Okay. Awesomeness. All right. So the two tracks, or the first track I'm going to play, is by Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist. And I told him that I needed him to send me some poems, and by golly, he got busy, and he did exactly that. So I'm really excited. And now I just don't know which one I want to play. But I think that I'm going to do, um, let's do The Ballad of Desmond and Fat Frankie. That just sounds good. All right, so this is Word Machinist, Jimmy Ray Davis. Here you go. It all started with that damn photograph. Why was Julep carrying around that dog ear thing? Front shirt pocket like some kind of keepsake. Then the church bell rang, and Desmond flew out of the back of that van. I just knew something was awry, especially after he'd been missing for over three weeks now. <laughs> Johnny blew an orange crush bottle to bits with his drunk daddy's 45. Kicked damn near flipped him on his back, like a Taiwanese forest turtle. All shell and no muscle. And he knew he had to hustle to keep Fat Frankie and the McKenzie boys off in his back. Out at the orchards, Molly Huckleby was showing Jimmy T her basket full of goodies. Said she ain't never showed him to no boy. So how come in an hour's time he got her back flat and plowing the front 40? Crabgrass tickling her toes and sweaty Jimmy T fulfilling her current desire. Desmond was now mute. Ain't no one get that boy to tell about that van ride and the horrors therein. And he moved like it took effort. Like he was walking in molasses. Much too sluggish for a boy of twelve. His face wore a pain that cut like a butcher knife on a misplaced finger. Johnny and me took that gun out to the orchard behind old Jasper's barn. Just as Molly was moaning about how big something was. We didn't quite understand till we called out. They stumbled sheepishly from a copse of trees with quickly added clothes and guilty grins. The Mackenzie boys had circled the grove and fat Frankie waited ogre-like in the trees. We devoured crisp apples and the juices spurting orgasmic-like with each deafening bite. Johnny twirling that pistol on his finger, Jimmy twirling a lock of Molly's blonde hair, 
Broken tree branch, twig snap, startled break. Frankie and the boys had the drop on us. Desmond hated the way fat Frankie tormented and chased him all around the scrubland. A dumpster toss here, a toilet shampoo there. He had taken that photo of Frankie candidly, handed it to Julep and said, Someday. That bully's face looked meaner than normal in that pic. Sour egg yellow eyes and a chipped gold tooth. Thing is, after Desmond disappeared, that picture, dog-eared from us pawing it, started to change like the color washing out. By the time he returned from abduction hell, the photo had become a real mystery. Frankie, who had started to fade slowly from the picture, simply vanished, leaving only the background. Who could have foreseen Desmond, julep somewhere calling, hiding in the shadows of a tree stand, and with an archery bow no less? The biggest surprise, however, was yet to come, the swiftness and the zing of that fired arrow as Fat Frankie started toward his girl Molly, and the maximum carnage that ensued. Never knew a head contained that much gore. Gunshot! Desmond lifted and launched back into the tree, his chest now an exploding cavity of bloody terror. Cal McKenzie had gotten a hold of Johnny's gun. In shock over the brutality and blood, the McKenzie brothers fled. Never escaped the dreams, though. My only thought as I stood there, wet with blood, brains, and bone. Two kids were dead. Ain't no way to change that. And for what? For what? Absolutely exceptional piece by Jimmy Ray Davis, a.k.a. Word Machinist. I'm really excited he got some things to me. I'll be able to share those with you. The second piece that I am going to play, and it's the one that I had planned to play for tonight, um, is by King's Cadence. And I don't know if all of you know or not, but we lost him a couple days ago. And, you know, this is my way to let him know that he's always going to be here. You know, we're going, we are going to keep him here with us always. But I wanted to play this in honor of him because he is a important part of our family and he is loved very dearly. So this is King's Cadence with The Purge. This piece is called Purge. It is now full-fledged chaos. I agree we have the right to destroy everything that we see. $1,200 to buy in a silence don't question what they want you to believe. We are sitting ducks to die murder hornets awaiting death relief. And a questionable vaccine while your normal police department is taking this out at their own leisure. It leaves you transforming with no warning stats made to either decept or con your robotic thinking that you're programmed on. It's more than meets the eye. Our demise has been fortified with lies ironically tied. Those fortified lies are tossed out wide by President 45. 
said is the pressing cops will dent you where you lie with that 45. My God. I'm trying, but when good old boys not even hiding how they keep the iron tucked to knew their jog was truly someone's race for life and they wired as dogged that they expired us and why are we still dancing? As our time runs out, do you hear it? Tick tock laughing at skits, dramatic flips, new dancing and shh wait, that is tick tock. Lame hippopotamus. Oops. I watch it too. Make the connection. Am I a hypocrite? Wait. I deviate. When it's time to accept the mark, will you be willing to? No purchase. Existence. No purpose. Are the threats getting real to you? Innocent ones that suffer at the end of violent guns. But when it's time for outcry, actual silence is all that comes. But you said his mental stability was in question. Because even at the end of the barrel, he wouldn't fall to your aggression. Not he. Spirit of King, see, we done done things we know with fighting for our lives. Even if it's pride versus guns and knives actually feel like. We've been targeted and surrounded. Stand resilient after being beaten down, but these fists are for far more than holding parade posts. We are so close. Don't make us really show you what happens when pure warriors mix it up with ingrates. That training you prearranged while holding us as inmates and that mass drop to conceal our not really your friend face. This was never truly a race war. But the space is wrong. Hold your words. Warnings are no longer served. I like to welcome you to the purge. I feel like our chances are slim, our lives are spread thin, body bag, they even gift wrapped this weight, let me try that again. The weight of how they body bag this is now a wrap when we cut to a gift and they laugh at us. Even when the camera captured it doesn't matter. Just spread them because we rarely win via slim chances. We screwed either forward or backwards. Or maybe it's time that blacks react and go back to attack and let's Group up by factions and see who's actually lacking. Are you ready to war where your employed can avoid switching places in the name of hatred for how you wasted George Floyd? I can't see how you don't get. That was King's Cadence with The Purge. And once again, that was played in memory of King's Cadence, who we lost last week and is no longer here but his words are and he is in our hearts and um, it's really hard but we're going to keep him with us right okay what comes next if you are wanting to call into the show the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, by the way, if you're trying to call in and you're getting the fast busy signal or it says it can't complete the call or you just hear nothing, keep trying. Uh, I know they're working on the lines. We're having issues with them right now. And um, it'll, it will let you in eventually. 646-595-3965. All right. 
I want to let area code number 240 know that they are our first caller tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, so listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's real important that people know who's reading, and it's important that your name is attached to your work. You can do, let me take a look at the lines. All right. Um, you can do two shorter normal poems or one long poem. Uh, yeah, so two like two normal poems or one long poem. If it changes, and I have to cut you by guys back to reading just one poem, and that happens on your turn, I'm terribly sorry. But uh, we'll try to get through you guys quickly and keep it so you can read two. All right, and then when you're done reading, make sure that you give people your URL. It's real important that they know how to come find you and get to know you and your work better, network with you, all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, you want to make sure that they know how to find you. Remember that we have a mature rating, which means no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, nothing too adult porn-like. Other than that, you are good to go. All right, now I think that I'm going to do, I need to let area codes 216-951 and 972 know that you guys are not in the lineup. If you want to come on the air with me, press 1, and that will let me know it's okay to unmute you and bring you on. If you're here just listening and hanging out, appreciate you being here, checking out the show. Enjoy. If you change your mind at any time, and boom, boom, we got you both. Okay, everybody's in lineup. <laughs> that just made that part easy. All right, so uh, the first three callers, I'm going to let you know who they are. We have 540-734 and 731. Those are our first callers tonight. I'm looking to see. I still don't think I see Levi on here. Levi's been trying to call in. Like I said, if you're getting that fast, busy signal, um, if you're it's just not connecting, just keep trying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have the chat open there. See if uh, Levi's still here, but he's not in the lineup. Just letting him know that. All right. So let's go ahead and grab our first caller. Five, or excuse me, two, two four zero, two four zero. You are on the air. Good evening, Nyla. This is Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you for asking. This is going to be a fun way to start off the show. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> oh, so. A little long bit time. of dancing never hurt anyone, right? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us, honey? Um, uh, I have two pieces, short pieces, but uh, the first one is called, uh, they kind of tie together. The first one is called Day Laborers. So you ready? Oh, go ahead. Just, I, was, I was being quiet so you could go. I'm sorry. Okay. Day Laborers. Lined up on the streets hours before dawn, trying to get on. Some for pride. Some trying to get by, some trying to stay high. Some jobs are only for an hour or two, doing things others won't do, even though they're paid to. They choose the few that struggle, 
to put food on the table to survive. The hours arrived. The bosses, as they are so named, fingers point. You, 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 and you, I need two more. If you've never been there before, chances are you'll go home unpaid for that day. Whatever that may be, there's a next wave. Three more saved from an overdue bill. Sun's up, it's past nine. Still in line where ends get made, but not today. That's my piece. <laughs> you know, I remember I was living in a small town one time, and I would get up in the morning, I was in my really old house, 1915, and had a balcony off the bedroom. It was kind of cool. And I would get out there and I would stand with my cup of coffee and, and uh, drink my cup of coffee and you know watch the sun come up and watch the people walk down the road, the day laborers, doing just what you said, you know, all of them heading out trying to get down there and see if maybe they can get a day's work in. That was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, second part, this is called the Panhandlers. They speak of making 15 cents, never taking it personal. I was offered lunch from a man who gets by with offers of help. His half-toothed smile sparkled as we reminisce about how music used to be. There were three who see me every day. I've passed by on many occasions, this rest stop for the weary, this place of nomad-like life. These past few days, I've stopped by to listen. Worldly views based on life. Comical comments about passers-by. I'm sure I've made them laugh a time or two. Never in judgment as I've said and absorbed their lives. Gray like me, age like me, there was no wonder as to why. It'll be cold soon, I heard one say. I hate the winter. A young man walked by in pants-down style with the level of respect rarely portrayed. How y'all doing today? I see you chilling. Do you need anything? I bore a silent smile. My news knows not of these things. I don't even know their names. My views, if only for today, give hope. I'll sit again tomorrow, for yesterday was my spot. Shaded from the sun but exposed to the rain, there were no bags of empty libations, just laughter and conversation. One man seemed new to the life, darting out to help with bags. It's slow today, and of course, of yep, it'd be like that sometimes. The leaves are turning as fall approaches. Who will sit with me then? Who will know about the four tops and the ice man? Who will know the nose palace and mom's Mabley? Who would know that change from my ashtray can make a man's day? And 15 cents is not personal. It's my piece. Thank you. Wow. That absolutely took my breath away that was flipping incredible thank you Nala thank you appreciate that you painted such an incredible picture yeah you can you can call that a pop of life yeah because uh you know that was uh you know that's an actual scene uh you know doing my day-to-day like you say we we write about things we observe and we see and that brought me mm-hmm. to this poem right here so thank you for that 
during the Occupy, when all that stuff was going on, I was at the courthouse, or the, the capital, I mean, in Salem, and I worked in the kitchens feeding everybody. That's I went down there to do that. You know, I didn't care what people believed in, but I was going to help. Mm-hmm. And so I was around a lot of the panhandlers, a lot of the homeless people and all of that, and just the diverse... The world was so different than, it's like when you said in the piece you talked about no libations and paper bags or something like that. Sorry that I yeah. butchered your, you know, didn't say it exactly, but, you know, that's what people, when they drive by, that's what they see, drunk bums. Yes. But it's not that yep. at all. Exactly. And and you really brought that to life for me. So I appreciate that in so many ways. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Thank you for having me. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure. Now, do me a favor, my darling, before you dance yes. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone how to find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, you know, uh, Joe Perry. Find me on the Facebook. Uh, I have a I have a private page or public page, but uh, on the The Mind Dancer, you can check me out there. It's all on Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter under The Mind Dancer and Instagram. So I'm, I'm here there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. I will, are we talking to you next week? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Can you, um, can you, do you have that, that second one posted online anywhere yet? The second, the uh, panhandlers? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do have it online, yeah. Can you uh, tag me in that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Yes, Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, son. We'll talk to you soon. Will do. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 734, which means I need to grab... Seven three four. Seven three four. Are you with us? I am with us. This is George Wayne. <laughs> How are you doing, honey? Hey, I'm doing fine. Jeez, I mean, it's gonna be hard to follow those guys, Joe and and Jimmy. That I those uh that's I'm an amateur. Um but anyway, uh You are you are un- unique with your own voice that nobody else in the world has but you. That's what you are. That's that's a nice rational now. I'll take that. I, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I have two tonight. One is uh, a little on the, I'm normally sort of an upbeat, you know, nature kind of poet, that kind of stuff, family. This is a little more nihilistic side of me. It's called um, Strong Words. He wandered wet and weary Across the fallen snow, he stumbled quick and wondered why he had no place to go. Alone without a compass, bereft of guiding light, abandoned at the worst of times, out there alone the night. A stronger man would make the hill, would find a better side. Equipped with tools abiding, he'd make the risk subside. 
that she could have in those few words the wherewithal to wrench his world, to put a sword into the rock, he saw his end unfurled. He had to beat the darkness now. He barreled blindly up the slope. Without light, he would dissolve. Without vision, he had no hope. But through the snow, he saw her there. She beckoned, and it took his breath. He rushed up, but she kicked his head, and down he went, completely dead. And the beast. <laughs> why does why does the last two lines make me just want to laugh? <laughs> I, I don't know that I should be laughing, but it just it just it was awesome. <laughs> well, it's. I, you know, I have a sort of a sick side to my stuff anyway, so I thought, why don't I have the guy killed <laughs> off in the end? <laughs> I mean, we're all killed off in the end after all, aren't we? <laughs> in some way or another. Are you, you're going to read us a second one, George. Yeah. This is a different kind of tone. Um, this is inspired by... a. Uh, an old cemetery near where I live, uh, just off the Detroit River. It's got, you know, that's a 200-year-old cemetery, mostly abandoned. It's called The Grass Doesn't Care Who It's Covering There. Just off the walk, I stopped to talk with an old man pushing a moor. In this faded cemetery, I decided to tarry and peer around a bit closer and slower. It's an old one, he said, as he stared out ahead at bent stones of the town's founders beneath. The grass doesn't care who it's covering there, and there's lots of rich men underneath. Who pays you, I asked, respecting his task. The dim stones dated 200 years. Squeezed between factories all, the place smelled of mold, and no slabs detailed famous careers. I don't get paid none. I just want it done. You see, no one comes around this place. You don't see no flowers, so I spend a few hours mowing it into some sort of grace. You did see, I suppose, that one one stone has a new rose just over by that old old tree. He said, oh, surely I know it. It's my mother's that lies beneath it. She died in 1943. After our talking, I went back to my walking and thought back to that old piece of heath. The grass doesn't care who it's covering there, and there's lots of rich men underneath. You do not see flowers, so he spends a few hours mowing it into some sort of grace and peace. That was incredible. That was absolutely (laughs) incredible. I'm, I'm pleased with it. Yeah, I I would true. be very pleased with that too. <laughs> mostly <Yeah>. true. <laughs> mostly. Well, that makes it even I better. I I I go over. I I go by there. I walk by there. And uh, I did talk to a guy just like that, but you know, I put a few words in his mouth here and there, as is uh, as 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 is a novelist's prerogative. Mm-hmm. You're loud. 
But anyway, yeah. A lot of fun writing that one. You, that that's that's probably in my top three of your favorites now. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad it is. Um, and I'm glad to really be like here. it. Uh, hey, I really like it. Hey, a person could find me if they care to. I do have a Facebook page called George Wiley Writes, but I also mm-hmm. have um, I do some things on AllPoetry.com. I'm in a I have a book called um, Why Did I Remain in the Garden? And I am in uh, quite a few anthologies for what that's worth. Contests, anthologies, and that sort of thing. So uh, I guess that's about it. Oh, and I'm on a whole bunch of Zooms, probably five of them. But, you know, they Zoom right by me, so... That's it. A bunch of zooms. I don't think yeah, I've ever you know, zoomed yet. Oh, haven't you? Well, it's really quite easy, but you know, like here in my uh, own, on my in my in our own town with our own poetry group, we haven't met in a year because you know pandemic. So we started zooming, which is just simply using a, well, you know, a simple app that's on computers, a camera, and, and a microphone, and you see the other person. Uh, and you see the whole, if there are several people, you see them all, and they take turns reading their poems. And they're called Poetry Zooms, cool. after Zooms are. Yeah, it's easy, you know, um, it's free, too. And uh, so, you know, that I must be in, and one, and one out of, uh, I mean, one tonight, a little later, out of uh, Las Vegas, my, my, my nephew's uh, has a coffee shop in Vegas that does a little poetry prose Zoom. And then I'm, um, uh, and then I'm in uh, one out of L.A., really good one out of L.A. called uh, Cobalt Zoom. And then um, you see Vancouver, I'm two there, one in Indiana. If I want to go every week, you're know, tuning in every week. And of course, the West Coast ones, just like your show, are sort of hard for me because I stay up so late for them. <laughs> one in L.A. that keeps me up till eleven. It doesn't start till eleven my time. Because I'm out <laughs> in Michigan, so I guess I, maybe I should just move west, and I wouldn't have these time zone things. You got any room out there in in Salem or whatever it is? <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> That's a high. It's so the west is so hard to it's hard to afford housing. I know that. But anyway, it's um, okay. Yeah, it is expensive yeah. out here, really bad. Mhm. Yeah, I I spend quite a lot of time in, in Denver because uh, because my son and his family are there, and so we go out there and um, every time we can. Where in Colorado? I haven't seen him yet. Pardon? Where in Colorado? Pardon? Where um, in Colorado? They live they live uh, between in De- uh, Denver near near Golden actually. Their kids go to school oh, in Golden. That's cool. Yeah, and they love it. They've been out there with the eight years. Pardon? Mine's in Colorado Springs, my son. My son is in Colorado Springs. Yeah, what a a beautiful city. What a geographically, it's it's an amazing place. I've been there a few times. Okay, I'm going to get out of the way. All right, my darling. 
appreciate you. Take care. Appreciate. Did you tell? Did you tell? Right. Did you tell everyone how to find you? We're good. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll talk to you next That'd week, love. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Our next caller is area code seven three one. If it lets me unmute, seven three one. Michael, are you with us? I am. Hi. So I'm supposing you would like me to bring Miss Anna on. Please do. I am doing that right now. Anna, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello. Hi, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Just enjoying the show. We're glad to have you here. Michael, you want to take over for a minute? Well, with me tonight is Anna Donovan. Uh, for years and years, when I was DJ Michael in MySpace, she was Eustacia. And uh, she and I were partners for a long time in, in an endeavor called Poets Roundtable. Uh, quite a few of those poems were uh, her inspiration. She put the writers together and did it all. And... Uh, and since then, we've done a few things together, just the two of us. And uh, sometimes we just proofread each other's stuff, but we're always in contact. And uh, she's probably the only person in this world that the boombox prefers over me, so there. <laughs> so there. <laughs> so... And you guys are well, we're gonna, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna read a poem that we wrote together about five years ago. And then when we're done with that one I'm gonna step aside and let you two visit and she'll have another poem herself. Okay. Anna, feel free to start us off. All right. This is a collaboration called Pocket Day Birth and a Heart Feathered Red Balloon. In my pocket, sweet rumble of a rebel settling into God-chosen ways. Limpid ley line, evangelist, aligning things sacred, errant and forgotten with a dissident premonition of perfume. Unfurl the bruises of a trained shadow and stand in this moment silhouette. Would that there be a pair of silhouettes. Silhouettes have little to say but listen well. Such intimate conversing, as good as it gets, stands the test of time, best as I can tell. In this alphabet, silhouettes speak white light, unfurl color to errant planets on a quest to orbit undiscovered paths. Tiptoeing since just past the onset of a serious twilight treading lightly in light of passing births, bearing slumbers, forsaking death and presumptive notions, owning this night, plans in and out motion, written in constellation, painted by numbers. Did you hear of the painter with magnolias on his fingertips? He said color buys his time and emerges from bracken places long forgotten, and the corner of a vineyard sings with sage. Simpatico sessions to cherish and savor. 
the giving and taking where both find favor, where the tracks never meet on trestle, where no fault is found, no time to wrestle, where braised grids maze between two, with resilient gratitude, I humbly bid you adieu. In form. That was phenomenal, <laughs> both of you. Yeah, <laughs> both of you, right, it's like you adopted the, each other's language when you were, I mean, when you were yes. writing together, when you were reading that. It was like, uh, it was so lyrical and without a skip in tempo at all between the two of you. That was phenomenal. Thanks. Thank you. We wrote that in real time, just back and forth. I was impressed. <laughs> that was when incredible. I said, I mean, when I said, I mean, we didn't send it back and forth. I mean, we were bouncing back and forth. We did that live on the blog right in front of other people. The pressure was on. <laughs> so you just kind of like free freestyled that one, huh? That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Craziness. All right, well, look here now. I'm going to step aside now. Go ahead and mute me so you can get another call over right there. And you and Anna visit, and she's got another poem to read by herself, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. I'm so me submissive. Here. This is nice today. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. Great job, Michael. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, Anna. Give a hug to Boomy. Will do. <laughs> we all love that boombox. So, Anna, I'm excited that you're here. Michael was real excited Thank to you. be able to bring you tonight, too. I appreciate it. So I you was are so going excited. To... <laughs> well, I hope that now that Michael's brought you over here that you have fun and you enjoy yourself and you will start making a habit of coming back because I would love to hear a lot more of your writing. Thank you so much. That's the plan. (laughs) Awesome. So what did you pick out to read? Well, this is a piece I wrote about my son. He's the center and sum of all for me. I just love him. And it's called Truth. So I'd like to share it with everyone tonight. Please. Truth. You sleep holding some truth close to your heart. I want to know. I want to hold all that is close, all that makes rainbows and earth notes. Erratic flute of morning, cooing, pleading, taunting. Look at morning, brisk and bright. All the first. Dragons and maidens, Matt Miller and monarch butterflies, windstorms and wildflowers, sun and dew, seed and dawn, you, pearl in my oyster heart. Thank you. Oh, what an amazing, I mean, the whole piece was incredible, but that closing was perfect. That was absolutely an anchor for the entire piece that just sets it in stone in your mind when you're reading it. That was incredible. Oh, thank you so much. That's my boy. 
You're, you are so welcome. And as a mama, I can appreciate those feelings. Oh. I think I think there's not. I don't think there's a mom out there who would not relate to that. Someone who is raising a boy. <laughs> yes. It's been fun. Awesome. Yes, I have three sons. I have three boys. So I got I got well, I got I that times three. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. You are busy. Yeah, they were one. They were one, two, and three at the same time. Had them a year apart. Three boys. It's like raising three twins together oh. was crazy. But so your poem, your poem, felt good in my heart, Anna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me come on and share with everyone. Letting you, I'm ecstatic that you did. <laughs> oh, well, appreciate it. So, and uh, um, you can find me on me Facebook, good. Anna Donovan. So, all right, you guys go check her out. Anna, for a I look forward. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what you bring here next week. It was an absolute honor to have you on the air with us. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Nyla. You're the best. You're welcome, honey. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a great night. It's looking <laughs> great tonight. It is. Bye-bye, Anna. Bye. So, you guys, you notice what I did there, right? I kept saying, you know, we'll see. I'll see you next week. When I when you read next week, I, it's like psychologically I'm implanting into her brain that she must return to us. Michael, thank you for bringing Anna on the air with you tonight. And, Anna, thank you for joining Michael. It was great to hear the piece by both of you. And, Anna, your piece was phenomenal. All right, I'm going to go ahead and grab our next caller. Our next caller is, where did he go? 702. 702, you are on the air. Miss Nyla, Jimmy Ray, Word Machinist, how are you, darling? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. It's good to hear from you. You are doing absolutely wonderful, or per usual. Aw, such a charmer. Well, listen, I uh, I took up way too much time last week, but you did you did awaken the beast. I mean, you, you have to give yourself a little bit of credit there. Uh, that's why I'm back. And uh, quick shout out to Robbie Baby and the uh, who's just always here and always a just a pillar of support. Looking very much forward to hearing uh, Stephanie Borders read tonight. That's going to be a real treat. Stephanie's doing wonderful mm-hmm. things with the MySpace Poets and Creatives group, uh, along with some other folks. And just a quick shout-out that it's just become like a real bastion for us MySpace Poets of your uh, as a, to reconnect. Um, and great lineup so far tonight. I mean, Joe just, I mean, what a unique voice. And George, I, George, if you're listening, i got to tell you, you've got to stop being hard on yourself. Am I, am I right? George just killed it. And he has always got such a unique way of expressing his words um just uh, phenomenal he's just he's and, just so uh, he has such a, a humble nature you know he does and it's like it's, you know he, george can stand up there next to anybody and shine so yeah i know what you're he, saying he, he, he really does he really does and he and his voice and his delivery suits his pieces so well it i wouldn't change a thing you know absolutely um Mike and Anna, what a great, that was a great piece. They really played off each other well. Anna's a complete sweetheart. She just, we, we've known each other for a while, and uh, that, was, that was really cool to hear. So now I'm not going to uh, 
keep going, yammering on and on because Stephanie will probably leave and, and Robbie will be mad. So I, I can't handle that kind of a rejection. So we're going to go <laughs> ahead and move forward. We're going to do uh, – I, I picked out the uh, first poem, Smokestack Heart Attack. I sent you the track. That's got, of course, uh, sound effects and such. So I'm going to go ahead and attempt the live version of this. <clears throat> Smokestack Heart Attack. Raw and ripped up, man. I've been tripped up. Endeavors almost clever, never shown the unknown, grown to gigantic proportions of faith. As a mythic race follows the wallowing of my soul, in excess to express the coal of my eyes, lies, coated bereft of what's left of a smokestack, heart attack, lacking the jack, plenty of coke. Spoke of rations and ruthless beans. Jeans said in between is where the mare walks and icicles talk. Walk at this if you wish, but the seeds of madness are lost in a sea of sadness and gladness is foreign. And I'm whoring myself for no pay. No pain, just adoring the thought of getting caught. And insane are the remnants of our talk. I walked a green mile on a sheen of frost, lost amid the ruins. And what the hell am I doing? Here but there, moon rock stones throw from where the pyramid meets the gutter boy. Last with despair and angst. Spanks his monkey, a junkie that claims no relief, just a belief in self-abuse. A caboose on life's train is aloof and ready to break free. I bet you won't believe what Steve the Breakman said to me. He said, shh, life is a knife in your eye. Say goodbye to the willows and what's below. Cry and die and bury your face in the understanding of your hands and explode with ejaculatory force. Temper the remorse no more personal than a code in Morse. The four horsemen said hi, coursers of the vanguard as I fall through the thick fabric of a dream. The trick is to grin, accept where you're going, and know where you've been. End poem. You know, someone would have to listen to a lot of your writing to understand and appreciate, I think, just how diverse you are and and how many different types of styles you're able to master. It's absolutely incredible, incredible to me. And we started the show with one of your tracks to that tonight that you sent me, by the way. Yeah, that was cool. So Thank you, know. you for playing that. You're welcome. Thank you for sending all of those. You know, but as I was listening through these, you know, you've got it's you give your each poem that you write its own voice. You don't try to make it fit your voice, you follow its and then you let it keep it. You know, you're very good at that. It's amazing. Fantastic job. Thank you, thank you, Nyla. And I, I do. I try to. Uh, I really try to stretch it out. I've always done that. I mean, I, it's a challenge. You know, like your prompts. It's just. Try something you've never done before. Uh, I like to play with words. That was an example of that. Just a lot of stuff in there. There's a, there's a real uh, strong connecting line, but it's very fanciful. The next piece that I'm going to read is um, quite a bit different. It's an old piece that I found. Going, I've been archiving my poems, trying to recover everything. And um, I, I don't believe I've ever read this one live. I, I think it's one I've written hundreds, and how many of them just get posted once and then you move on to the next one so um, <clears throat> this is more let, I'll just let the poem speak for itself it's kind of an example of uh, not all the wordplay just the idea and the theme um, speaking out for itself this is called was it worth it dinner triangle clangs loud I hear it all the way from the Murdoch bridge and you know you better beat your feet less than you want a tannin of titanic proportions you see him in the dim light of the sitting room, 
miserable dog yellow eyes, cancer stick perched precariously in a dangerous mouth and a bottle of Applejack brandy clasped in hard line fingers. Oh, but the allure of crystal blue beneath the bridge is almost as enticing as the young girl partially submersed in the creek. Hey, Jared, I'll take my top off if and you jump in. She is heaven, and you tingle with anticipation of a glimpse and maybe, just maybe, a first kiss. But was it worth it? You think it, it just might have been. Lying in the grass as the girl let you touch what she let you see. Your child's hands cupping the bud of a breast to be. Her leaning into you, lips parted slightly in the heavenly no-no of a flash of tongue. Was it worth it, though? Really? You asked yourself the same thing as you hurried home like a stray dog, a cur, in the monotone sheen of dusk's twilight glow. At least two hours late, but what the hell, fuck it. As you peek from beneath swollen lids, your brain still rattled, head sore with multiple contusions, bones snapped like twigs, and a dislocated jaw. You really don't remember too much, save the roar of the beast called Father, and the pitiful cries of a maternal wretch shrieking, Don't kill him! Don't kill him. Don't, not, don't lay your hand on that child, he's your son, or if you strike my baby again, I will fucking leave, or for the love of God, don't hurt him. But no, just don't kill him. You lay in your backless gown in a strange clinical bed, feeling more worthless and undeserving of breathing than ever before. You're 12 years old, and you've never known a hint of love except for the touch and kiss of a girl. When they told you how badly you were beaten, punched with hard, callous fists, thrown into walls and over a table and kicked repeatedly while down, lifted by your neck and literally thrown off the front porch and kicked some more, and you wonder how you're still alive, and you wish you weren't. It's all a blur. You remember nothing except the hatred in your father's eyes as the police led him away, the threat of the lines in his face, the blank stare that said, oh, I'll be back, I'll be back. As your mother walks the walk and plays at making your recovery her utmost endeavor while her dead eyes stare through you. And all you can think about as you lie in bed in pain is that you're 12 years old and you've never known a hint of love except for the touch and kiss of a girl. A girl you will never see again. Was it worth it? Yes, you decide. And smile painfully. Yes, it was. End poem. I have never heard that one before. That was... Uh, that was mind-boggling. You know, it's, it's you, weird. I, I, you know, Maybe you'll understand, because I'll tell you this. All right, we were, I was talking with someone the other day. Looking back on my childhood, I do not have one memory of my mother hugging me. Mm-hmm. So coming from that perspective and listening to that piece, it was m- really powerful. Just, I you know, can't tell you I love that one. Every now and then... I- 
you know, once in a blue moon, I'll go back through and I'll kind of skim through the old poems. I've got so many of them. And I was, I was going through, I wanted to find something I hadn't read before. And I, and that one, every now and then, sometimes your own piece will just grab you almost like someone else wrote it. And I, I read that, and it just it grabbed me, and I knew right away that I had to read that tonight. So um, it's obviously uh, there are a lot of social uh, issues, and child abuse is a big one, and it's been one for some time, and it's been continuously swept under the rug and looked away from. And, and uh, so I, I've written some pieces that, that shed light on it. Um, and uh, thankfully, that's not my story. It's Jared's story, but part of empathy and part of, getting that empathy out through a poem and to get awareness is to just dive in. And, and so for that piece, I was Jared, you know. Mm-hmm. Very powerful, my darling. All right, Nyla, well, listen, I want the show to continue. We want to hear Stephanie and everybody else who's coming on. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Jimmy Ray Davis. Uh, the recorded tracks of which I sent, I think, all but one to you uh, are on Reverb Nation slash Word Machinist. And I want this track too. If I if I record it, you'll be the first to get it. <laughs> I didn't say if. I didn't say okay, when. We'll put it on. We'll put it on. I said Jimmy Ray. We'll I want you to record this for me. <laughs> yes, Nyla, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I hear that so so not often that that was just a beautiful moment for me. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic you know, I, job I, for me. I am so glad you're here. Thank you, Nyla. You have a good night, and thanks for having me on, and thanks again for all you do. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Bye. All right, love you, gal. Bye. Love you, too. Jimmy Ray. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 7. Where's where's 732? I don't see 732. All right, so we're going to go to 219. 219, you are on the air. Hey, now this is Brother on the Line from East Chicago. How you doing? I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you, honey? No, I'm doing pretty good. So uh, what words of wisdom are you going to impart on us today? Uh, <clears throat> I have this poem called Be Strong, Courageous in the Midst of Your Storms. Be strong, courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. The Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. You know, brothers and sisters, we've all been going through some storms recently. It seems like if it ain't one thing, it's another thing going on. Now, I just, we just want these storms to pass. Last Saturday, we lost one of, one of the best we lost our fellow brother in rhyme, Brother King's Cadence. I'm trying not to cry. People say I'm the life of the party because I tell a joke or two. Although I be, might be laughing and smiling night now, I beat the sky on blue. 
So take a good look in my face. You see my smile inside the place. And if you look closer, it's easy to trace the trash in my tears. Don't feel like getting up in the morning during the storm. We all maybe physically and emotionally drained. It seems like the rain keeps on pouring down and shows no signs of stopping. Hard for us to concentrate and keep our minds occupied during these difficult times. It is one of by ourselves, emotions running high in our minds between happiness and sadness. Managing the best we can while enduring this great storm. We all need to be strong courageous during this time. Making it one thing at a one day at a time. And I know that God is gonna pull us through this and bring us out of this storm. Stand upon the living word of God, trusting in the Lord and not leaning our own understanding of things. We have to encourage ourselves to smile in the midst of this storm. Motivating ourselves to see the rainbows and sunshine at the end of the storm. And we know for ourselves that things will turn around for the better as we endure this test of faith as true soldiers. They're going strong in the midst of our storms, standing on the path to greatness, for the race is not given to the strongest swift. It's given to those who endure the test, trials, and tribulations that life throws at us. And we're determined to finish this course. While we're going through this storm, we count it all joy. Thank you, God, for another day to live, a day to be alive and breathing, and for what we have left. We all been through some challenges recently, but at the end of the day, and as true champions, we're still standing. Remember what Rocky told his son, Rocky Bell, boy, it ain't hard. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. It's how much you can endure keep moving forward. Remember what my pastor taught me about handling the storms of life. God is no respecter of persons. It rains on the just as well as the unjust. And every night some way must fall. We will have some storms, tornadoes, hurricanes, and tsunamis. Occur in our lives. In spite of it all, tough times don't last always. Some people do. My dear brothers and sisters, I know that most of us are going through some storms right now, and it may feel like God is not by your side while we're going through. But we get discouraged and depressed to the point that we can't see our way through the storms of life. We may just experience the death of a friend or family member. You may be bad enough an affliction of illness. You may be dealing with a loss of a job or other circumstances that are beyond your control. I, Brother O, encourage all of you to turn to the book of Joshua and read chapter 1 and verse 9. My sons and daughters, have I not commanded you, be strong, strong, courageous, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will always be with you wherever you go in Paul. Yeah, that's um absolutely phenomenal piece. Probably one of my favorites that you've written. And very timely for me right now. And thank you very much for putting King's Cadence in there. 
You know, I was yeah. just talking with someone earlier today, and I've got about six memorials I'm needing to get finished getting written here. Um, oh yeah. And and it's it's I, I'm just sitting there looking at this list of people that are so dear to me, and oh, thinking yeah. that. You know, in the last six months, I have lost more people that I love and care about in the last six months on this show than I had and in this community than I have in the last 14 years that we've been on the air, in the last 20 years that I've been in this community. Yeah, it's not. You know, put together. It's just like the last six months, it's just been dominoes. It's just, I, I can't, I can't process it it's it's hard and so hearing that poem was very timely for me tonight thank you i mean it's been very hard to sit down and look at this piece of paper and know that i have to put someone's life on a piece of paper how do you do that so that that what i I can say about that is is um you know i'm gonna miss definitely miss king's case because he was that brother he was a brother who inspired me in real life to keep on going through my own unique sets and challenges. You know, this man battled health problems left and right, but yet he still got, he still, he still came, he still wrote poems, he still collaborated with Gina Storm. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a beautiful, beautiful uh, duet with those two. And uh, we just, just gotta believe that, that God called him home. He did his job. So all we have is memories, and he would never be. He would never be forgotten, and he would never. Kings Kings would never be. Never. Never. Even though he left here in the physical sense, he's still here in the spiritual, but in all of us. Mhm. Yeah, that's one thing that that makes me really happy is that you know since the very first time he's called called into our show and stuff you know i've got every single one of those in the archives Uh, you know we've got all of his recordings we've got all of his works you know and so he is going to continue to touch people forever because his words are out there you know so yeah i appreciate that thank you so much for reading that tonight brother oh it was really nice thank you Oh, uh, no, no problem. No problem. Want to tell everyone how to find you, baby? Uh, for those of you who may not be familiar with my work, um, I'm Omar Brother Gavin on Facebook, and uh, I have a lot, of, a lot of inspirational stuff, a lot of uplifting stuff on my page, so check it out. There's always things to support every week. You're getting a lot of love in the uh, chat room tonight. Oh, uh, uh, thank, thank you. Uh, tell everybody in the chat room, thank, thank you for supporting. Uh, just, uh, just like I said tonight, just let the storm you're facing be strong, courageous through it, because that's the only way you're gonna get through it. I love, I love the whole reference. It doesn't. It's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep going. That's just that's just right. to me is probably one of the greatest lines ever said. Yeah, that was actually Good old uh, Rocky. Rocky. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything I need to know about life, I learned from Rocky. <laughs> All right, brother. Oh, great job. Thank you tonight for tonight, sweetheart. Oh, you're welcome. And we'll talk to you next week, baby. I'll be back. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 815. 815, you're on the air. Now this Tina Storm. Hey, my lovely girl. How are you? I'm keeping my head up, sis. I love you. I love you. And I'm there hugging you and holding your hand right now, okay? I know. Okay. And I sent you my phone number. I'm right here. I don't care what time of the day is. I don't care if it's 4 o'clock in the morning. You call me. I so much. Okay? I've had more support um, in this past week than I believe that I've had in all 51 years of my life. All I can say to the entire community and everyone listening um, who's had me in their thoughts and prayers, who, who sent me good vibrations and well wishes, a phone call or a text message, have um, done a tribute to King's Cadence or played a track of his. I'm going to lose my voice again. Um, I just appreciate it so much. I know he would. This This kind of love is incredible. He's a part of us. You know, he's always going to be here. Always. Absolutely. I told my mother I lost so my voice you, for the first time. So what do you want to do, ago. sweetheart? Um, yeah, so that's what I was trying to think. I don't even know if my brain will cooperate with the freestyle right now. So I ran into a memory piece that I knew uh, he enjoyed. Um, I'm going to try to key style it. Uh, it's a line from the movie Brown Sugar, and he said that I was the perfect verse over a tight beat, and I called him my brown sugar. I'm going to try to get this one out. My brown sugar, you were the one. My brown sugar, my baby, my dream come true. Not perfect, because that's not real, but you do get me. And you care how I feel. I love the foundation that we're building, and nothing can stop this feeling. I'm complex, but not a total mess. You comfort me and relieve my stress. I'm going to be all that you need in this, so I'm a best friend who's fun. You deserve me, too. I'm tired of getting it wrong, just like you. I was just mature and tame, but still a fiery, passionate romance and flame. We know how to focus on the future. Saving for stable finances. While we raise children so that we can have together a combined family of love that will go on to infinity. I'm loving our pace, slow and steady. Slow and steady, this is not a sprint, but this is a long race. I drop verses, and you have slow, and we'll make this permanent when the time is right. But it is, we'll both know. I was grateful and thankful to have King's Cadence in my life for as long as I did. And even though I kissed a lot of frogs and get married and divorced, in my heart he'll always live. I miss him more every second moment of the day. But hearing his voice, even this evening, has to make me say, 
to the beautiful spirit and soul who wasn't just mine, but all of us, the whole. We're a poetry community, and I appreciate the love and support from all of you. Thank you. You know, you guys were a great R, not were R. You know, someone who's that much of a party who never leaves you. You know, you will you will always be storm cadence. That can't go away. No. But Boy. just the dedication between you. I know we used to tease and laugh and play and and you know, from the very first time you guys started calling in. I don't know when King's Cadence wrote this one, but I have a short track of his I want to play while I have you on the air. All right, now I appreciate it. Thank you. In dedication to you and him together as a couple. And as for you, to honor both of you because of how much you guys together mean to us. Okay? Absolutely. All right, sis. All right, this one's for you. I need thee by King's Cadence. I lay with my head heavy, finding understanding in this tear-stained pillow. I ponder kept secrets and decent memories I can still visually sense traces of your energy. I need thee. Father, in the midst of these non-monogamous kisses, I seek lifting, I speak gripping. This old Bible is my life preserver. Wanting to be closer, but fear holding me. Shame drowning me. I knew better, but did different. Lord, please hear me. I've reached rock bottom, my soul in peril. Disgusted at these four, my urges are covered. Does your light warm my shadows beyond that veil of protection? I'm deemed desolate, my deeds proceeding me. Please see me because I need thee. Worldly values subtracted, no thoughts on the lives they take. I lay awake whispers of sermons past the once instructed. You cannot take that in which you cannot create. Your children are not safe. Suffer on to them for bringing harm to those innocent limbs. Lord, when will the madness end? News announcements rival horror scripts. Schools, churches, playgrounds are safe places to stay or play now. And instead of feeding knowledge at the first loud noise, they split at the seams. Kids are being trained to be still and not say a thing as they await either gunshots or children's screams. But I need thee. I'm trying to escape hatred. Grant me patience in this supposed America of newly made greatness. I keep walking, but falsely enlightened banner sometimes puts me through the most changes. But there is only you. Thou shalt not put other gods before you. Only you. Raging storms calm with loaves of bread and a few fish. You fed them all, Lord, only you. Beginning since creation's first twinkle, your design unfolding continues, just you. How could they question the architect's design when he perfectly aligned every line, giving me just enough time? You. When I awoke and I see you and saw doctors telling my mother there was nothing else that they can do. But you moved through my breathing tube, doubts, demons removing in the instant it was once again proved. I need thee. Alpha and Omega Sun that outshine the morning star with understanding his time, minuscule like those that deny him in fear of ridicule. I need thee when these doctors speaking of my walking based on numbers and probabilities. Just let me touch the hem of your garment, show my walking due to faith driven possibilities. I am unfinished, blemished, but Father God, you remain on your business. They may not get it, 
but I see the difference. And it doesn't take another bit of convincing. I eagerly accept your wisdom. Please see me, my God. I need thee. And peace. I need thee. By King's Cadence. That isn't the one that I was going to play. I was going to play his called Sexy, but I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I feel like it was a couple Mm-hmm. That so was, that was for you, my love. That is my promise to you. He is always going to be here with us. Hearing his voice is a comfort for me. I think a lot of people would think that it would be awful, but actually, it's not. It's it's beautiful. So no, I've been listening to these you. all week long. I have too. C double thirty four music. Right. Terrence Ferguson made um, a mixtape of his, and it's on replay right now for me. So thank you, Nyla. I'm going to keep listening. All right, Gina. And I've got a piece. I'll play, I'll close the show tonight with Sexy on that one, okay? All right. One love, one mic, sis. All right. Love you, baby girl. Thank you. Love you. All right. Next caller, 714. 714, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. How are you? Hey, sweetheart, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was just I'm listening to um, the tribute to King's Cadence, and unfortunately I'm not too familiar with him, but um, I, I had no idea Miss Gina Storm and he had a relationship, and it, man, it must be hard for her. I feel bad. I feel yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad and I feel, what is it, empathetic. Sympathy for her pain. And yours, too, and everyone that knew him. But you know what? Everybody thinks that there's something you're supposed to say, but sometimes, you know, not saying, just someone knowing, hey, I care, you know. You don't have to say anything, just them knowing that is enough. And I do care. And you know, I and it's good I to hear from I, you. I, thank you. But let me tell you this: your platform has brought together so many people, and because of the people and the words that they shared, it's brought so much enlightenment and, and life into each person that listens and hears. So your platform really has been um, six degrees of separation, and so I thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. On behalf of all of us, you're welcome. Um, So, I want to say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everybody what's been going on with you and what you're going to share with us tonight, honey. Okay. Well, um, aside from just, you know, life, um, just everything, you know, good stuff, not so good stuff. You know, just life has been, uh, been I'm, I'm happy to have the experiences um, at this point. So. Um, so what I'm going to share is, I don't know what to call it. I mean, you can decide afterwards. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
I'll get started. Okay. Holding on to a smoldering cigarette, switching between my lips and my fingertips, blew out a cloud of smoke, still sipping on my second glass of chilled Pinot Grigio. Sprinkles of curiosity and fascination tickled my imagination, tunnel-visioned my attention as I listened to conversations between grown men and women that was so delicious. You know, like the way sweet, juicy, ripe peaches burst open in my mouth. So I took a seat on the couch, captivated by the sound of the deep baritone who spoke about things he had experienced about what he had witnessed. A child, helpless to prevent it, still a kid, powerless against what influences did and did not do, produced barricades to navigate around relationship impact. Mostly dysfunctional acts instigated ways to behave that ultimately led to dead in past, created unnecessary static generated by ego-driven tactics. Too much or not enough savagely damaged potential forever together relationships. Determined to change the cycle of repeat shifts and heartache, took a leap of faith with everything to gain, leaned in to break through his pain. At that moment, I felt very grateful for that poetic platform where men transform, willing to speak candidly about their vulnerability. Every now and then, beautiful women would intervene to chime in, but not compete or overspeak, simply took a seat to genuinely listen, to understand the complexities of multidimensional realities verbalized by the masculine. I mean, it makes no sense to deny the role of women's influence who did what they had to do to take care of themselves and their babies Some vowed to never become the mother bound to her daddy, wanting to do all things differently, confused her son. Introduced no good examples of what a good man could become, made her own mistakes, albeit unintentionally embedded chaotic memories. Was he her mommy's BFF, her protector, her preparer, her provider, or her son? a menagerie of roles and identities to sift through to combine as one, a Pandora's box was the mother's gift that remains in the minds of men since infancy. End point. Wow. I have missed you. Oh, thank you. That was incredible. That was incredible. You. You're. Are you going to read two tonight? You. you are, right? Um, I, I have to sift through and find something, but yeah, I can if you um, would like. If you want to come back well, to me, that'd be great. You don't think we're going to let you get away with just one? <laughs> do you want to do that? Want me to take a caller and then come back and get you to read your second? Um. Yes, please. You don't mind. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. We'll be right back, hon. All right, then. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab... Okay, let's go ahead and grab 807. 807, you're on the air. Hello, Nalate. You're being quite the dominant force today. 
<laughs> hey, Robbie. Yeah. Robbie. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Robbie. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yesterday was uh it turned out nicer than I would have hoped I you know, with with lockdown we didn't have I didn't have too many options, but uh uh, someone did a, sh- a show. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I've listened to her. Sh- I've listened to her show for a long time, and she does uh, podcasts that are themed, eh? And she did one mm-hmm. because I hap- it happened to be my birthday yesterday. She did one for that day, and it was based on birds. So there was a whole show, mm-hmm. you know, for me for based on birds because I love. Birds and I love to take photos of birds. And when I saw that announcement on her board there for the shows, I was, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm blown what an away!" Awesome guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was uh, great to hear uh, Jimmy reading his uh, his work, and it's always great when I'm when you hear him read one of his classics. And uh, like I was saying in the chat, his his style is unique in that it's. It's somewhere between poetry and spoken word. It's like, it's not totally story, really. Like it, it's like it's performance story, but art. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like performance poetry. You know what Jimmy would be because have been uh, great at. He should have been back hmm? in the like the 1920s when they were doing, you know, the old time radio shows. You know, can you imagine mm, him narrating yeah. like The Shadow or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the that's definitely that would definitely be a speed. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, I like that kind of style where it's atmospheric, you know, and um, very story set, and then but it's still got the poetic sort of a cadence to it. You know, I like that kind of melding mm-hmm. of those two elements. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but with that being said. Uh, I have two poems here. One that I wrote for a little contest, uh, and one that is, is the other one here. Okay, yeah, the other one's a, a little bit older, I think. One of my uh, animal-based poems, since I'm all into totems and all that kind of thing. And uh, and actually, I, oh, this one was. Uh, the one for the animals, the animal was uh, based on a picture. And the funny thing is, when I look at the picture, or when I look at the link, I can't remember if it's one of mine or if it's someone else's. But oh yes, it is one of mine. Ha ha. The very, actually, you know, what? I'm gonna link that Jimmy to this one because he's gonna like this. I'm being such a schmaltzy, corny guy right now. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a very. Actually, you'll like it too. It's a very moody black and white uh, raven one. This raven was uh, sitting on the uh, on the light uh, floodlight at the marina, and he was just making the most fascinating sounds. Like that, you know how like ravens, even more so than crows, they make these odd little trills and, and krilling sort of noises and that. It's just amazing. So it doesn't hyperlink there in the in the chat. You'll have to copy paste it again. But yeah, you can uh, you and Jimmy can take a look at that. 
so actually, I think I'll read that one first. And uh, if anyone can get to the picture as I uh, as I read, you'll you'll see kind of the influence. I love this kind of multimedia kind of stuff. That's my name. Uh, Watching over the sky, dark guardian of the above, I watch in wonder as I listen to the sounds, the mysterious language of this dark and foreboding bird. He speaks to me mysteriously, like a spilled ink of night in the broad daylight. He wishes to communicate with me, to speak to me of nature and things beyond, and I listen silently, plaintively, to this creature as I look to it with questing eyes. His language continues to seep into my ears as I close my eyes to listen to his eldritch wisdom. Words imparted from this capture of a unique sort of second sight. Speak to me, O wing-born warrior and my muse. Tell me of the mysteries of the universe. And I, as I stand to you, stand to look at you and muse. And so that's the... based on my picture and actually I just remember this I was playing with the HDR mode and I cranked up the dynamic range to like something crazy <laughs> with my Fuji my my beloved Fuji which is just which I just love I love my Fuji camera <laughs> So uh, I've got a poetry so, assignment for you Robbie Ah okay I know I can't refuse especially not tonight <laughs> no, I want you to keep that poem handy somewhere And mm-hmm. this week, between point A and point B, I want to have a telephone conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to sit down and rewrite that poem. Okay, like you're gonna you're gonna call seems me. Seems like my, seems like an odd request, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're going to I don't know what you're gonna say in the phone conversation, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give you my phone new phone number because you only have. The one that's from my dad. You haven't given me your new phone. I thought we were friends. I I think I did give you my new phone number, but I I just can't remember if it was received in email yet or not. Or that's okay. You don't at, have my new one. I know you don't email. have my new one, so. Yeah. But I'm, I'm go- so I, send me I your new one first. I want, well. Not that there's anything at all wrong with that poem. I just want it provokes so something. Stay with it. And so I want to talk to you Provoke. about it. And I want to have you rewrite it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Nyla the Provocateur. <laughs> There's a poetry prompt in itself. <laughs> Nyla the Provocateur. Instigator is more like it. <laughs> Instigator. <laughs> yeah. Instigator, yeah. But between point A and point B, send me a co- Can you copy and paste and send that me that poem? Yeah, and I'll copy and paste the picture too, and uh, I'll send you my new phone number tonight uh, in, okay. in email. I don't like to. I do not like to send. Phone numbers or addresses whenever I can through Facebook because you never know when the messages. Oh look, our messages actually got revealed, or you know, yeah, I don't trust Facebook for that kind of stuff at all. So this is a new one. So. And I'll yeah. uh, I'll private message you here and actually in chat or maybe somewhere else. Um. About this poem, it's not about Nyla, just so you know, guys. I'm not. That's not what I'm driving at. But <laughs> everything's but always it, it about me. Has... Don't let anyone ever fool you. I'm joking. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> say that if it was an erotic poem. <laughs> no, it's like, no, not. Rob, I don't want this to be about me. <laughs> la 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 la. My ears, my la, ears. La, la. Okay, what do you have for us tonight? My ears. Okay, I'm starting to yammer. Okay, breath, reaching across the mirror to her love's existence. 
take the shadow of her breath and dwell in it, letting the energy build and vibrate in synchronicity as you melt away any and all pain. Dance joyously as her breath rises, flooding the senses with sage and healing herb. Reverberate with her breath's rising tempo as you hold her hand across all the miles to bring her to a piece of play, a pa- sorry, a place where only your joy and hers exists. Step into the shadows and through it, into her fullness. Take her into your arms and indulge in the sweet jasmine of her breath, as chest in love presses against breast, heaving together in a joining beat, as you both rise together in love's temple, joining as one, going back to the time magically where your loves both began. Never let her breath fade from you. Never let it slow. Never let it dissolve in the fever of its passion as you immerse yourself fully in her inspiration. Take the very breath of her essence into your care. Nurse it back to health when it slows in times of woe. Cradle it in times of passion, and your breath will be shared forevermore, rising and falling joyously as you continue to live together forever as one. And that is breath. Okay, I don't know if it's because you're like Canadian or what, but until you said the line, um, breath joined together forevermore, I thought you were saying breast. Mm-hmm. I thought you were writing, you were reading a poem about boobs. No, no, no. <laughs> I did, I, uh, because of the way you said it. it I, I'm listening to this. And I'm, you know what, I think it's... You, it's you read, just for shits and giggles, read back through that and change the word. <laughs> and you'll hear yeah. what I was hearing. And then we said, wait a minute. Their yeah, and you're like, joining it's supposed to be this profound is joining. love poem. Ah, Nyla, you idiot. <laughs> that was like beautiful. It's a profound poem about love, and it's just like, oh, it's a titty poem, you know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I didn't say but, titties. Uh, titties. I said boobs. No, no. Boobs. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I think partly it's, it's, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing, but also my phone. You know, like if if, mm-hmm. if if it's not Skype, breath and breast and teeth and I don't know some other word, you know, similar words like that. I think through this phone kind of sound the same because it's just that that resolution for it's the sound. It's because you're Canadian and you have an accent. It's because you have an accent. And it's I'm cute. not the one with an accent. You're the one with an accent. It's <laughs> 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 always how it goes. All I'm right, not the, Robbie. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> Tell everyone says how to the guy who love. says a boot. Yeah, it's a all boot. a boot, me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, uh, before I give the link, my my dad every time he tried to say teeth, he would sound like he'd say teeth because he couldn't do the th sound very well. And one time, you appreciate this as a photographer, he tried to say white angle lens, and he said white. It sounded like he was saying white angel lens, and we're like, nope. Nope, nope. It's not. A, it's not a white angel lens. It's a. It's a wide angle lens. And when he was trying to say some words, I think it was when he was trying to say teeth. And, and one of my neighbors, I'll never forget this as long as I live. He he just laughs and looks looks at my dad and he just starts laughing. I, I'm sorry, Alec. It's your accent. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. All right. How do we so, find you, Robbie? Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find me at uh, Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry 
and also where I'm finally starting to post more poetry and uh, and such and and be a little more active there as well uh, at All Poetry. So you can uh, find me with my posts there. <laughs> Jimmy. Hang on. I know. I'm yeah, one of the, the reasons I like right Jimmy now. there. Next ring, we'll all read titty yeah. poems. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Next week, I will not be here. We will be playing a pre-recorded show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. All right, Robbie. Great job tonight, honey. See what you started. Yeah. Oh, you know me. You're the instigator. I'm the provocateur. Match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robbie. Thank you, honey. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Let's jump back up and grab 714. Are you still there, hon? Uh, yes, I am. I am. Awesome. So, um, what I'm thinking now is... Uh, I just started something today, and I'm not finished with it, but I'm wondering if it's something you can, um, I can use uh, for your, through your um, your platform where you coach or instruct, direct, critique. <laughs> That's the word. You want my advice to help on the finish phone? it? Yes, I do. To, to finish on how I should end it. Um, where okay, it's going. so go ahead so and read really it and involved. then email me. Okay. Read it and then email me the copy of it so I can read through it again after you're done. Thank you. I will. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was stressed for real, just out of sorts, for the past 144 months. Your poking and joking seemed to excessively agitate my last nerves trying to stifle my free-flowing verb. Actually, I'm a bit disturbed at the absurdity of your sage words. Just take a deep breath and breathe? Really? As if it was just that easy. So tell me what happens if I can't make my lungs cooperate. Your ever-present close, present closeness is the catalyst that suffocates, dimming my vibe taking up too much of my time, always in my head, love-bombing my mind. If it is all true, why does it sound too much like lies? I mean, yeah, issues? I got a few. This you already knew, but guess what? I'm no longer worried about trust. I don't need to, and that should be enough. I won't pretend that we are okay to smile at your lovely words when what you say sounds but on the other side of that door is where we both can find a semblance of peace and order. A quarter of a century shared together, I'm armed with my accessory umbrella to open up for unpredictable or stormy weather. For too long now, I am ready to let go of what no longer serves, so I'm going to let it and you go. I don't necessarily want you to disappear uh, because we are both on a different course, we both have ref- we have a reference references and different of a different source. And there goes yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. I'll send you the rest of it uh, because it's it's all out of order at this point. 
You know, I think that a great way to end that piece is I always say, I mean, you're talking about a long-term relationship there. You know, and there's there's a there's about, a lot yeah. of fodder. There's mm-hmm. a lot, you know, there's a there's a lot of things that that you know both pull. You know, it's like both sides of the magnet. You know, sometimes they're flipped one way, sometimes they're flipped the other. Mm-hmm. You know, and but it's just it's totally falling apart. So what happens when you fall out of love? When you've been with somebody that long? What happens when, you know, a rela- any kind of relationship of that amount of time? You know, where you have history falls apart. You know. When you get over being angry, or if there even you ever were angry, so what's the opposite of love? That's a question. What's the opposite of love? Fear. Hate. The, the opposite hate, of love. I guess it's just I don't, normally we say hate. Ambivalent. Yeah, ambivalent. Yeah. The the opposite of love is indifference. Indifference. Yeah. When you just don't give a shit anymore. When it just doesn't even phase you, nothing. It just it stops having its power over you. So a really neat way to end that would be to, you know, have something happen where they're looking for your reaction. You're like, you know, when I was sitting there and someone would do something at the end of the relationship, like they were waiting for my reaction to it. Well, you know, if you if you do this, it's going to be for keeps, right? And then you just yeah. turn to yourself and say, some, you know, instead of even, you know, he, something like, um, he looks to me for a reaction, and I think to myself, beige. I think I'll paint the ceiling beige. Uh-huh. Okay. Just okay. that total, complete, the most mundane, In indifferent this. act. I mean, you can even borrow that line from me. I give it to you. It's yours, you know, if you want to use But something like that, you know, just... When you know all this emotions build up and all this stuff, and it's coming to an end, and 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 you know, but that's one idea. That's one idea. You could direction wait. You could take it and end it. But just to have it cut off so cold and indifferent like that, and not in a mean way. You know, just done. Okay. Fantastic. I loved it. I think it's a really. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just, I mean, in my heart of hearts, where where I was wanting this to go is what I sort of feel is, I mean, someone has been in my life this long, I don't want uh, them to just absolutely disappear. I mean, if there's any way to maintain a relationship of sorts, but different. Okay, so instead of going something man, mundane. Yeah, something you know, that's not... Where there's not so much um, uh, have such an impact. So it I, could it's not be the divorce section that I want to head towards. It's just a different kind of. So you could do today. something like we, they both look at each other and repeat the line. There's no way to fix this, is there? No. And no. one of you reaches over and pats the other one's hand and say, "Would you like a cup of coffee?" Oh, because okay. where do you go from there? Yeah. You know, it it shows the it shows that move, no, there's no way to fix this. There's no way to fix this, is there? No. Pass my hand. Do you want a cup of coffee? You know, something along Thank those lines would be great. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate this. <laughs> you're welcome. I think that it's going to be great Thanks. when you're finished writing, and I'd love to have you bring it back and uh, read it for us again. 
Well, yeah. Might as well take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) All right, my beautiful girl. Tell everyone how they can come find you. Um, Well, I am working on a Facebook called uh, the Poetic Peacock Vibe, and Poetic is P-O-E-T-Y-K Peacock Vibe. And uh, that's it for now. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. I'm really glad you were here tonight. I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you got caught, you know, got got through on the lines, and you did a fantastic job. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Ms. Nyler, and I appreciate you as well. All right, baby girl, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, have a good night. You too. All right, our next caller. I'm going to give the next three callers. We have 216-951 and 702. We already did 702. Jimmy, I'll bring you back on, but probably not in the order that you're in right now, if that's okay. And get the other new callers on first and then bring you on, if that's all right. All right, Mama, are you with me? Yes, I am. (laughs) How are you? Well, since Mom's doing better in the hospital, and I got to go see her, even in spite of all the COVID and all all the ways they try to keep us from seeing her, I finally got in there. She looked a little angry that I wasn't there. She kind of looked confused, like, right, right, like I got a daughter, you know, and she hasn't been here. <laughs> now, first she was, like, she was, like, happy, and then she was confused, and then she looked, like, a little angry, like, yeah, where have you been? Oh, yeah, that's you right. Know. Yeah. You know. How old is your mama? She was 94, and she broke that's her incredible. hip. incredible. She broke her hip. And so when I go in there, I'm just so glad to finally get to see her. They wouldn't let me go at all at the hospital, so she's in rehab. And the lady said, well, she's fidgety. I said, yes, she's fidgety because she wants to get out of here. I said, that's how she broke her hip, because if she can find an unlocked door, if she can find a way to go, even if she can barely walk, even if that pin in her hip, she's going to get up and get out of here. If you got her on medication, she's not going to feel the pain, so it won't deter her. She's a Taurus bull. She's merry, merry, quite contrary. And she is like, you're not going to, you know, just she's not going to be easy. So just be, she's a sweet person, but she she don't like to be confined at all. You know that I'm a Taurus Um, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm. That's what I'm saying. You know, they don't. They don't like it. I looked at your, those oh. pictures of your mama, and it's like, I knew I was. I knew I liked it. She looks like you. You're she like, does. I look like her. Mm-hmm. You look, yeah, you look like her. You do. Even, even with my mask on, the nurse said, "Yeah, you have the same eyes." She said, "Yeah, you're her daughter." I said, "Yep, I know. She's something else because we had to chase her down when she was 86 years old. That's when she was still running away." And uh, <laughs> she'll pick up a she'll, she'll pick up a brick and walk backwards. Say, "Don't follow me." I I just I saw those pictures and I just wanted to curl up in the bed beside her and say, "Grandma, tell me a story." <laughs> I know she would have loved that. She was just she was just looking like she's. Are you taking me with you? And I was like, "Mommy, I can't take you with me." 
but I'll be back to get you. So that was that visit and the whole thing. And then I get to go do one of my poems on this program that I usually go to. It's a Zoom program. And uh, it was just a horrible experience. I I don't know what happened, but uh, I'll tell you about that later. But so I'm just going to, everybody's been giving me, you know, good reviews and telling me how wonderful I am and stuff. So I'm going to tell my own self how wonderful I am so I can start believing it because <laughs> I don't believe it. You better believe it, Mama. I'm going to read, I'm going to tell myself how wonderful I am. But this is called Swaggerless, this woman. This is about me. Swaggerlicious woman means that I look nutritionally delicious. My words can be astonishingly stunning, which means when you see or hear me coming, you would choose to love me or react and start running. Because my style is dope, most are threatened by my divine foresight, which gives you hope. Some are glad to be in the presence of my swag. Every noble soul adores me as they see themselves within my style. Some will find my blemish, point them out, and call me finished. But, baby, there's not much one anyone can do when the old lady comes through. My swag is decadent, like a layer cake. Like a layer cake sundae, coconut, ice cream, strawberries, nuts, spoon, deep layers of swag. Swag. Yeah, swag. Intellectual, cultural, political, humorous, analytical, or spiritual. For me, age is but a number that made me wiser and richer. I'm so deep. When I appear, do not fear. I will fear you with good cheer or make you look within past your skin. Enjoy me while I'm here. Remember the day that you tasted my swag. If you lick my mind's eye, you might say that was creatively tasty or mentally delicious. If you pay attention, you will get to taste all of me. Astro trip with me or climb down into the depths buried deep in these layers is the young, innocent me, the funny me, the cake of me, the underachiever, the disbeliever, the Disappointed me, the other me. Within me lies the overcomer, the mother, the dancer, the drummer. Inside lies the fashionista, the all-round queen, the mamacita, the creator, the hustler, the lady, the teacher, the jewelry maker, the rock collector, the cookie baker, the wife or the widow, the unwilling concubine. The treat that was so delicious. So I don't mind if you tell me lovingly or even say it twice. Mama, oh, the Daisy, you are politically, poetically, metaphorically, beautifully, deeply layered, swaggeliciously nice. Steffi. <laughs> I know that woman. You were that woman's style. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. I know that woman, and I'm a chip off the old block. (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. The adventurous uh, You know what, Mama? If I, if I can be half the woman you are, I would be very happy. Well, you should be doing a jig right about now because uh, you're still going on rock collecting, jig, everything I wanted to do. You no, did, it's, so. it's during the pandemic. Yeah. I don't have a bra on. I am not doing the jig. I am sitting my butt in this chair and not moving. You know, that's my biggest thing about this whole pandemic thing. It's like I have to go to the store. No, God, if I have to go outside, I have to put a bra on. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, well. I don't want to. God, I have to go outside. (laughs) Why do you have to put a bra on? Because I'm pretty busty and I just don't not wear one. Well, Okay, well, let me do my second piece and get out the way. Okay. And the name of this piece, yeah. <laughs> piece is called, it's called, it's called Die. I overheard a disturbing conversation. I heard the word die. It made no sense. It was nonsense. And I kept asking, why? Why? I was about three or four, no more than five, and... How could he do this? I felt it so wrong. I questioned, got answers. None made me feel swell. I wanted to cry every time I heard that awful word, die. Why did God do this to us? Why did he make us? Just to die. Die. That's by Mama Old Daisy. Wow. That was really powerful, Mama. And I'm still asking that question. What was question. that? Hell, why did we just come here to go through all of this just to die? I just don't get it. And I can't wait to when I get ready to go up there and tell God about his... Uh, yeah, I should have read that. Think that. I mean, it's there was a comment on Facebook where somebody asked the question: "If you could ask God one thing, what would it be?" And yeah. mine, you know, everybody had these really profound answers, and I think, gosh, <laughs> I'm not a very good person at all because the only thing I could think of to say is, "Can I have a do-over?" <laughs> okay, or. <laughs> Just don't let me get old, though. I don't want to be getting old staying down here. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't care how. I don't care if you, I look like no, a California raisin running around. As long as I was still mobile, I would be good. No, but I don't want to be a You know, I would look like freaking, what's what's that guy's name? Um, I don't care. Schmeagle. I, I would look like Schmeagle yeah, crawling right. up a mountain. <laughs> we have. A, we need a cutoff point. I think cutoff point should be... Mm, see, I was still looking good and feeling good at 50. I'll say 50. That's it. After 50, you don't age anymore. You get wiser, but you don't get all the stuff that goes with with it. And you don't die. You go to another level. Like, you still go to heaven or hell or wherever level you're going to, but you don't have to just die. <clears throat> just be no more. Just lose the body that you're used to, you know, 
just grew up Either here. We just have to go find a vampire. <laughs> Don't even know if you're going to recognize the spirit me, baby. you're looking for. He'll be like, I'll be like, Nyla, is that you? You're like, Mama, all the time, it's me, but I don't recognize you. No, I got a different face and body now. <laughs> Why in the hell are you a turtle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Again. I better, when I talk to God, I better be more specific. You know, I want right. to do over, but I don't <laughs> want to be a turtle. <laughs> Well, I don't I don't want to be here forever, but I just don't want to be like all decrepit and dependent on people treating me mean and doing stuff to my food. Why do I Why I do I know. feel like we're writing a We're going to end up writing a collab over this. Well, hey, you got to start somewhere. So maybe if enough of us talk to the creator, maybe he'll he'll do something about that uh, crazy thing called death. Anyway, love you. And I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for being there for me when I was going through my crisis this week. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about that either, but uh, call me anytime. We can talk. I love you. All right, Mama. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. All right, our next caller, area code 951. 951, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. It's Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. How are you, honey? I'm good. Um, it's great to be here. I appreciate Mike giving me a shout-out. I've missed uh, poetry more than I probably realized. <laughs> I wanted to um, just clarify something. Jimmy mentioned about the MySpace poetry group that's on Facebook, and that was the brainchild of Melanie Turner, Rhonda Lee, and John Demick, I think is how he pronounces his last name. And I just go in and I took over the part. I said I'd help them do the memorial for the poets. So it's not my group. It's actually everybody's group. It's pretty cool. So if there's time, I have two. The second one's relatively short. Okay. Okay, this is called Unleashed Melancholy. Floating between conscious and denial. Thoughts lost and adrift. Looking for the mooring. Sad is too harsh. Happy is too jovial. Angst is too rough and sorrow. Well, maybe it is just right. Pieces of life fading from touch. To be expected, but not accepted. Where has all the time gone? The time that was understood to be forever. The moments of knowing shared with those that were had and those waiting to be known. Pieces falling adrift, casually replaced with new rough edges forcing their way scraping into the well-worn soft places created by abandonment. Their place in our life, in our hearts, in our dreams, and our fears, why we struggle, wanting only what was familiar, denied by the natural ebb and flow. Somber, trite, pensive, and sorrowful, crashing through defenses of life. Unexpectedly, the time to say hello and goodbye has slipped by, causing wondering, why didn't I? Take the time to acknowledge the individual intensity of all the years that have left me behind. It was to have been tomorrow when the time would be right. Instead, tomorrow is today. Yesterday was the encounter. Gone are all the moments to say, I am glad you enhanced my life. I am left wondering what to do.
this melancholy of life. And poem. That is very relatable. You know, that 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 place you find stagnant where you just not even stagnant's not the right word. I think it's procrastination. But I, yeah. But when you realize you're in that place and you realize what it is and it's like dang. That's a fantastic piece, my darling. Thank you. Okay, so this one is called And It Rained in Her Heart. It was so faint she almost didn't hear it. The soft drip of rain as it splashed on the ground. For just a moment she stood, savoring the music that nature was providing. Quietly, hoping not to disturb the moment, she debated whether she should venture out to stand in the rain. This was her chance to cleanse more than just the place's crest as the droplets spread. Turning her face upwards, the rain kissed her cheeks, rinsing away the lines that were engraved by the demands of life that she just could not meet. Slowly raising her arms in surrender, she released all that threatened to drag her under. She danced, born anew in the promise that tomorrow the sun would kiss her now damp skin and her heart would smile. End poem. Both of those pieces, you know, I think especially for a woman, I, are, are those written, are they personal experiences? Are you, are you drawing from your own emotions on writing those ones? Yes. I, I thought so. I, I think it would be really hard to be able to, it's like a snapshot of an emotion, you know, to be able to write it so clearly. I think somebody would have had to have felt it, you know, but there's just both of those pieces, absolutely both of those pieces could be billboards for how to write that way. <laughs> how, oh, how to snapshot you. an emotion, you know, a moment in time that, that that's a pivot. I mean, both of them were a very pivotal moment where, you know, well, the, the, the emotion caused something life-changing. They're also very cathartic for me. When I wrote the first one, I thought I was just drowning. And some of it had to do with mm-hmm. doing the work on the memorial post. Some of it was having lost a friend from high school for, for no reason at all. And different things like that, having to put your pet down, you know, all that. And when I wrote it, then it felt better. And then every time I read it, I felt a little bit better each time until finally that melancholy left, and it was a good thing to leave because I was pretty sad. It's hard. It's really hard. I mean, I've got six of them to write. I took six of them because, you know, and that doesn't mean someone else can't write to them. I'm sure more people, I mean, the more people that write to each person, I think, is the better, but... And I was sitting there and I was thinking, I've got to get these done fast. I've got to get these done fast. And I've been juggling so many things. And it's like, I got, and it's like, no, wait, no, no, I don't have to get them done fast. I have to get them done right. You know, they deserve me doing them right. And so, but it's something that with all my soul, I know I have to do. But but you'll do it when you're ready to do it. It's hard. 
and you know, I don't know how it is for anybody else. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. Seriously, we have lost more more poets, more friends, more part, more. At least I have in the last six months than I have the last 14 years we've been on this show put combined. It's just it's been, it's really hard. You know, it's kind of like boom, 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 and you don't even have time to process. And boom, there's something else, and it's I just. Uh, um, I I don't I I'm just numb right now so numb I don't know what to do. It's, it's harder for it. you because your involvement in the poet community was so much larger than mine because I kind of made space very late in the game. But when the people give me their names, I go to try to find a picture of them and find something about them in case we don't have anybody sign up and. It, I did that for when I created the list. And I don't know, I think there's 91 poets on the list. It's just like, ugh. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It was great to be here tonight, Nyla. Thank you for supporting the the poetry group the way you do. You are a taskmaster. You gave some uh, difficult assignments. But we're glad (laughs) that you're here for us. I am so glad that you called in. You have no idea. And I really hope that you kind of think of this as home now, you know, and, and make this a habit and come and, and you know, just breathe in some creativity and, and breathe out some inspiration with your words and, you know, just let this be a release and a safe place and a fun place for you to come and play and make more of a habit of being here. We would love it. Thanks, Nyla. I'll be back. We're planning a two-month trip across the country to the United States, so I'm not sure what kind of frequency I'll have, but I'll definitely be, be back. Awesome. I'm, oh, that sounds amazing. All right. Have fun, sweetheart. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let me look at 919. You're not in the lineup, so 919, if you wanted to come on tonight, please press 1. If you're here just listening, appreciate it. That's 919. And if you change your mind at any time, you can press 1, and that will put you in the lineup. So 919, whenever you want, whenever you want to come on, press 1. All right, let's go ahead and grab area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Oh, good evening, Nyla. How are you, dear lady? Hey, sweetheart. I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) Well, I made it, (laughs) sort of. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that's always good. I was going to ask your indulgence for one minute mm-hmm. and do something very quickly. Randy Sinclair. There were words and voice that moved through the heart, a poetic soul who from mortality's bonds did depart. A poet king, a soul of light, from our world has passed, but we still blessed and hearts uplifted by words that will ever last. Rest in peace, King Cadence. You, sir, will be remembered. And thank you for indulging me, Hal. Indulging you, Hal. Well, I wanted you. to do that. That was that amazing. That was an amazing man. You know, I have never, at one, during the time I was a poet, I had never at any time thought of ever collaborating. 
until that man asked me to collaborate with him. And that is the only collaboration I've ever done with another poet, was with King Cadence. Do you guys have it recorded? Uh, I believe it's somewhere on Epiphany. Hmm. Well, look through your emails and see if you can figure about the date it would be on there, and I'll go on and listen and find it with Epiphany's <laughs> permission. Well, well, let's see. Hang on. Um, you don't have to do it right now. You can look for it later and then email it to me. Okay. But, yeah, it was uh, it was for a Saturday, which means it would have been the Hurt Locker. Because that's when we were doing the Hurt Locker. Okay. And I think we did, we did a collab on the Hurt Locker. I had to root through all my stuff right now even to find the poem. I really did. I... You know, God, I'm about as organized as chaos. (laughs) Oh. Are you going to read something else for us, my love? Yeah, of course I am. I did homework. I love when you do your homework. Well... This is going to be fun because I think you're going to catch a lot of the prompts, including one of the prompts that was actually not a prompt. It was supposed to be a pick apart a prompt. And I used it too. (laughs) This is called Phantom. In the dark of a billion years, before techno and social fears, were our minds their own illumination. Before I came home naked, afraid, a bed of forest velvet where my head laid, and freedom reigned in my imagination. Laughed with stars, no pocket full of vanity. Songs flowed easily to the tongue, no fretting sanity. Conformity, his was a ghost face, not heeded. Dreams, I wonder if you meant it to the wind. In the ether wisp found no judgment or sin, just a soul's journey to its oasis. Peace needed and peace. Wow. You get five stars on your homework. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I enjoyed that one. I'll tell you the one I really liked that got me was where you came up with that. I came home before I came home naked. That was fun to work with. I'm telling you. <laughs> I had to find a way to do that one. And that other one, pocket full of vanity. Oh, man, what a line. Loved it. This this was a challenge, and it was fun. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. You know, I wrote a haiku to that prompt. You did. Mm-hmm. It's something like, um, who knows what happened before I came home naked? No pockets for clues. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. No pockets for clues. Oh, that'll work. <laughs> No parking work. receipts, no matchbooks. <laughs> Who knows? No motel, no motel key. <laughs> oh, reminds me of a night in Jamaica. Oh yeah. Besides, where would you put the key? Never mind. <laughs> All right, my sweet darling man. Tell everyone how they can come find you. Well, when I get the chance, you'll find me on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe. You will also find me on Saturdays on Epiphany Radio. And that is a program called Poetic Therapy. With a lady, Danielle, also known as La Perla Negra. Uh, You can find me in the group, the Garden of Poetry and Prose, and in the group, Poetry of Springs and Grace. And in uh, four anthologies, I believe, from World Poetry Open Mic. And the one anthology from our late great friend, Mr. Philip Kent Church, Outlaw Poetry Lord in Cahoots. Indeed. All right, my darling. Fantastic job. My pleasure. My hat is off to you. I applaud. (laughs) Thank you. Talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am, you will, if I can get a chance. Awesome. All right, honey. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. You're my pleasure, and on to the next. And our next is area code 503. 503, you're on the air. Uh, Nyla, is that me? It is you. Okay, my, my name is John. All right, um, <laughs> I have a, um, you're already checking. I haven't even said anything. I have a, um, I have a really, yeah, you know. Are we are we on speaker, John? I can't hear you very well. Hang on just a minute. Can you hear me now? That's better, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. New phone. I don't like it much, but, you know, you got to put up with it. I mean, you know, back in the 70s, they said, you know, someday you'll have a computer in your hand and be able to text while you poop. 
Who said that? I never talked to that that's, person. That's, who said that? A dad. That's a dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which dad, but yeah. Some dad said that. You know, I always figured by the anyway, year 2020, we would have robots named Rosie and little, you know, you know little fishbowl cars, like on the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if we're lucky and, you know, climate change takes a, you know, a hard turn, we may be the Flintstones. That would hey, be okay. You know, I, mean, I could sit and play with rocks no. all day. Yeah, well, <laughs> remember how Fred treated Wilma. Yeah. That's the way I'd treat my wife, too. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, that's the way I'd treat my wife, too. Where's my brontosaurus <laughs> burger woman? <laughs> I've been in the rocks all day. Yeah. Okay, go you ahead. You in Utah. This is just going to go from bad to worse. I am no, going to not. Utah. Yes, and you're going to visit Kaysville, right? Just just south um, south of uh, uh, Ogden. I'm going to There's be Kaysville. down near down near Huntington, and and. Yeah. Mm, I'd have to look that up. Okay. I'm well, going to be anyway, out in the middle of the boonies on this old stage road yeah. between uh, Duchesne and Huntington. That's so cool. Oh, well, maybe, uh, you know, um, if you run across, because I know you're old school, you're going to be looking at maps. You see Kaysville. Pull in, have a burger. Go on. <laughs> Is that your relatives? Uh, actually, most of my relatives are in uh, Ogden. Uh, about 25% of my family is Mormon. So, right. But they're in Ogden, not in Kaysville. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't call you I'm up. I'm looking to up Kaysville. Talk about my. <laughs> I bet you I will are. be nowhere near Kaysville. Oh, I might be near Kaysville when I go drive home. No, I will not be nowhere near Kaysville. No. I will not be yeah, near Everything in Maybe. Utah is central. Everything in Utah is central. There is no such thing as, you know, outlining area. No, because I no, drive from Colorado to the bottom of Utah and then drive straight up into Wyoming. And then from Wyoming, I cut through Utah again and go into who knows how in the hell I'm going to get home. I just drive and I end up somewhere. <laughs> That's the truth. God, I sit there and I plan for God months. And I have this great you. big long trip planned every day. And this day I'm going to be here and this day. And by the second day, the list is out the window. I've been doing, I'm just doing my own thing. <laughs> I'm a great planner. The perfect, I really the, plan. the, the perfect way to travel. The perfect way to travel. <laughs> I mean, so what are you going to read for us tonight, John? Well, I like I said, I have this really short limerick for a friend of yours. 
And then I have a poem that I rewrote that I actually read like a couple of years ago, but I saw it and I was like, I could do better than that. You ever you ever do that with your poems? You look at them and you go, oh, fuck, I could have done better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for truth there. All right. That's absolutely the truth. This, Every time I pick up something, well, I'm rewriting it. Uh, you know, once it gets posted, I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. Right? Because somebody liked it. And if somebody liked it, okay, it's done. You know, it's the only way I know when, yeah, how it's done. Anyway, this one just kind of popped up. I could tell you about a lot of dream shit, but... Okay, never mind. I have a limerick, though, first. A limerick. A limerick for a man named M, which is a James Bond name. All right. Limerick for M. There once was a man who held a girl's hand. He rarely spoke. He laughed at her jokes, then went back to kill the land. <laughs> in, in the How can you not love them, Come Rick? on, come on. How can you not love them? <laughs> I, I write um, probably three a week. I've never been good with the haiku thing, but yeah, I, I like to write them. And this one was um, <laughs> kind of filled in by something that happened um, last week when I was a fool. So, you know, it was nice. It was nice. Anyway, that was for Mr. M. And uh, here is uh, my rewrite of Activation is Required. <laughs> Ready? Okay. You have to say go. Go. Oh, running after her, I was feeling teased, but the breeze was worth it. I have seen color rise in beautiful dark cheeks, eyes alight with pixie gleam. She says, you have a nice view. Gazing at her, I agreed. In the evening on the terrace, drawn by her absence, there was a first longing, a first longing. So I wait at night. Her turtle does asleep, and I need her smile, independent of my wishing. And she says, with that smile, don't you want to? And a hundred questionable answers come dancing in. I have seen color rise in beautiful darks. End of rewriting. You you cut out the end. Is that end poem? Was that was that end poem? So that very last line you cut out, so I didn't hear if you said end poem. Oh, yes, I said end poem, yeah. 
Okay. Before that, so you must have been uh, moving your mouth away from the receiver when you said it because that one, that line, that got totally lost. And I don't know if I should say something or not. Have you ever? Um, yeah, phones are. God, they're such a pain in the ass. Yeah, of course, dramatically, <laughs> I'm like on this end of the line going, oh, and my arms are going up, and I'm wishing that I had Sibelius or somebody going on. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. No, the last line was actually the uh, seventh stanza. So there you go. Figure that one out, girl. I'm going to work on it. <laughs> I am, I'm going hey, to get my calculator way. out, my slide ruler. Oh, uh-huh. My thesaurus. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Find yourself a oh. keyboard like a typewriter or something and just push it down and go boink and then listen to that sound. Not that, oh, my God, am I so full of shit or what? (laughs) (laughs) But you do have some nice typewriters. They probably make pretty good sound. (sighs) Fantastic job, John. (laughs) Well, I tried. I'm sorry about, you know, last week when I tried to take over your soapbox, but uh, all is good now. So so who needs <laughs> a soapbox? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So are you going to anyway, tell everyone how to find you, baby? How to find me? Well, I got my first vaccination, so I guess I'm out on the streets again. Oh, I'm so glad. You need this, which one did you get? You need two, though. You have to get two. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Astra. So don't go around licking that's, people yet. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, um, I still can't um, ignore my um, my callings to volunteer stuff. I'm still out there, girl. You know, you got to be. That's that's okay as long as you're safe and not licking people. Absolutely. And I don't lick many You have to be smart about it. (laughs) All right, sweetheart. (laughs) Fantastic job tonight, honey. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you just said that shit. It was. All right. (laughs) Like I say, (laughs) I'm I'm still the guy with the mask on. Over by PSU, which is away from those freaking rioters. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. We are the direct action group. And, you know, they're the direct action group, but they don't have any cause. They're they're not saying that they have any cause. They're just like, hey, I'm just going to come in and break windows and shit. Oh, I'm on my soapbox, aren't I? Sorry. I I'm just looking at my five callers and 20 minutes left. 
Okay, peace be with you, and I love you all, and night-night. <laughs> I love you, John. Thank you, honey. Great job, honey. Night-night. <laughs> he used to date my sister in high school, and I always had the biggest crush on him. All right, our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. 419, are you with me? Hello. Hello, I'm sorry. Hey. This is Rebel Jones. Hey, Rebel. How are you, sweetheart? Good, good. It's always nice to be able to find some time to show up to your show. I've actually gravitated to your shows. I like the way you run your show better than a lot of the other um, shows that are on. I don't know what the difference is, but I love that you say that. Thank you. I'm glad that you're comfortable here. I don't know. You have a different structure than than a lot of the other open mics, and it's just it's a different feel. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Absolutely. On behalf of all of us, thank you. For sure. For sure. I um. So, what are you going to share with us tonight? Well, I was very close with King's Cadence. Um, we collaborated on pieces. Um, we would have fresh thinking. Like, we would oftentimes be the first ones we call, be like, yo, I got this new ink. I want you to hear it see before I finish it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we established quite a close yeah. relationship. Um, he was he was the reason I got on DSR as a host uh, for a while. Um so, rest, rest of Tower King's cadence, but I am not going to share the piece I wrote for him because I've done it twice already, and it's a painful piece. Um, I'm going to do something else. Well, I would love to have you read it here sometime in the future when you're ready. I put it up on YouTube today, and I shared it on Facebook. Um, well, if it's on YouTube, I'm still pirating it. I'm I'm going to pirate it and upload it to the show. (laughs) You're absolutely welcome. I'm a YouTube pirate mofo. (laughs) I've been trying to grow my little YouTube channel for for a few years now, and I'm starting to get a few followers. So the more the merrier, you want to take my stuff and go for it. Well, I'm just going to upload it to my show and play it for the world. I hope that's okay. That's absolutely okay. I don't mind. I got some powerful <laughs> messages out there for, for the world. So. Awesome. But tonight, well, do me a favor, and when you're done here, throw the link to your YouTube page up on my um, my Facebook page so people can find it easily. And I, I can find it easily, but others can too, and get you some more followers. Right on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Tonight I'm going to um, do a poem I've worked on and off of for a couple of years. I just, I don't know, if it's a, for whatever reason, I always end up adding a line here or adding a line there. And while I've been listening to the show, I've added a few more lines to it, but it's called Insanity. I walk these halls mindlessly, lost in drifting thoughts. I pass empty picture frames that hold no memories. They hold no stories to be told. But from collected dust and webs, yet one frame stands out as I walk towards this picture in the center, the only one upon this wall that 
sucks me in as I become more drawn, I fall and fall and fall into this picture of insanity and the distance the music calls. Through the painted woods I walk as I follow the sound of the devil's trill in G minor, my favorite sonata. It plays far off, yes, all around from beyond the thinning sheet, beyond the rising veil, beyond reality we can normally see. I ask no favors, devil, so leave me be. Yet the sounds of midnight haunt the atmosphere that is surrounding me. The crackling of breaking tree branches falls, crashing hard into the earth, sending smashing echoes throughout the woods. I walk as music plays for me, I think. Not sure of much anymore, for the music I walk towards has entranced my mind thus changing the original direction of my drive, uh, clawing from inside my head. There's something in there that wishes to get out these woods I walk, this music I seem to mindlessly follow. I open my mouth to scream out for help, but no sound comes out yet. The music plays and plays and plays evermore, but unheard by anyone else. And that's their piece. Wow. That was absolutely incredible, Rebel. That was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was like a roller coaster. It was amazing. It, as much of my poetry often is. You know, I talk to my friend Clarence all the time, Clarence Ferguson Jr., and mm-hmm. I'm always telling him that. He's always mentioning, like, man, you start talking about one thing, but then you, like, link it in, that you connect it to other things, and it's just, it, it is a roller coaster for me too. A weaver of a tapestry of words that is is a thrill. It's a thrill to hear. It's therapy for me though, because these are my thoughts and that I've spent so many years keeping in myself. Because I was like, well, like, how would I ever talk to people about what's really going on in my head? These are like constant thoughts of mine that I put into poetry now. It's, it's really therapeutic for me. It's nice being able to have that outlet. It is. My therapist, uh, my PTSD therapist from the VA, um, she told me, she said, you have something that they call a dialectic mind because, like, from every direction at every second, there's thoughts coming in at random, just just nonstop, so fast, and I can never focus on any one thing. So for me to have a way to do it through poetry, it, just, it really helps me so much for the organization and just some of the thoughts as they come. That's That's phenomenal. Are you going to read two, honey? Oh, I can. Yes. You know what? (sighs) I will do the King's Cadence thing. I will. It's called Bare Soul. Uh, Him and I, we spoke a lot on um, intrusive thoughts and mental health and mental illness and just trauma and just, you know, how the mind works. So, I kind of start this piece off with that in mind. So, 
This is called Bear's Soul in honor of my friend and brother King's Cadence. The thoughts of intruding and mass producing so fast I can't keep up the pick and choose them. Too many muses doing the muse thing. My brain feels like it's being abused when too many get to talking at the same time. These fleeting, intriguing thoughts do help me bear my soul, though, so here we go as the pen begins to flow from an alien power so undescribable. He was a superhero, you know, a king who reigned over vibration, beat earning the title of Cadence King. The man had flow, you know, you could often march to his verbal anything, often entranced in shared conversation. His mind was deep, and he had a certain understanding of how the life of a mind worked within an extra unordinary love and affection, empathy for others is so much compassion. Most of us could have learned a thing or two from him when it really comes to living and what it feels like to be a humane human being. He understood the superpower that came with a fracture, a broken mind, and the strength that you could gain from suffering and pain. No wonder you were a king. You found it within your to reign the might over these crippling things, crippling indeed, and now you may achieve your dreams to stand again and dance your cadence of poetry across the vast celestial seas. As you have been immortalized as more than just man, but greatness legendary on this plane. This world is yours as your words help shape it, creating your share of beauty and poetic art that reminds the rest of us all our daily struggles are surely worthy of facing daily. Rest in power, my brother. I thank you for waking in eternity. Randy Sinclair Rogers, a.k.a. King's Cadence, what you're looking at. And that's that piece. Thank you. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Man, I've been Thank you for careful. reading it. I knew I knew he had been in the hospital but I didn't know Yeah. I didn't know how sick he was or anything like that and I just I wasn't I'm never ready. He had shared he had shared some information that he had asked me to keep private from people of a little more research and, and reading into what was actually wrong with him. And man, he suffered a, he he suffered great pain and just man still kept motivating other people. That's exactly. You know, you listen to him every single time he called in the show, you would never know there was anything wrong. Ever. Man. Ever. He was he was and and still is. I mean just this absolute thunderbolt of presence. That man was greatness. Every time I spoke to him on the phone, I, I let him know, too, you are greatness, sir. You are greatness. And he would say it back, you, you are greatness, man. Oh, no, nah, I missed the hell out you of You know, it. I believe when, someone's, when someone touches you that deeply, you know, and gives you a part of themselves that belongs to nobody else, you know, that kind of friendship... Those fingerprints never leave you. Oh, they don't. You, you know, know what? The, the body is like, the you know, like I've to told Noreen this. The body is organic. It has to go. But we are yeah. not our bodies. We are not, the, we, you know, we are not the cereal box we come in. 
So the the body has to go at some point. It's organic. It's fallible. But what is inside of us, who we are, that doesn't go away. You know, so he's still here. I believe that with all my heart. You know, know he's in us. In us. I mean, we we he's alive in us. That absolutely, 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 man. And I'm not gonna let him go. He's definitely, he's an incredible dude, though. He's an incredible dude. Mm-hmm. But thank right, you. I'm love. sorry. I'm all, bra- I'm all melting down on your show and everything. I apologize about that. That's not my style. Don't ev- no, absolutely do not apologize. Absolutely not at all. You are perfectly fine. <laughs> it's okay to do that shit here. That's why we're different, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Permission to be yourself freely, okay? (laughs) It's my pleasure. Tell everyone how to find you, love. Um, I'm on YouTube, uh, Poetry by Rebel Jones, Madman Productions. I'm on Facebook, it's Art Madman Jones. Um, And when you request to be my friend on there, you automatically get an invite to my poetry page which is just a page of all my work. Because I don't really, I haven't really been writing books or publishing nothing, so I just, you don't have to pay to read my work. It's just, it's there for everybody, so. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. But check check out my performances on YouTube. Check out my performances put, on YouTube. Put the link on my page for me. Will you do that? Will do. Thank you so much. And I am so I'm going to so pirate your tracks and put them on the show. Just I'm telling you right ahead of time. I'm stealing do. your shit. That's what they're okay. there for. That's what they're there for. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I appreciate, appreciate you so Nala. much, Thank honey. You. <laughs> bye, All bye, right now. Bye now. All right. Our next caller comes from area code eight six three eight six three. You're on the air. Noreen. Noreen, Noreen, it's your turn, and she's going to go watch you guys, she's going, oh, 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 and then she's going to come find us, she gets so excited, any minute now. Our next caller comes from area code 863, 863, you're on the air. Oh, oh, wow. Um, and hello, Nyla. <laughs> I love you so much. Hi, baby, how Uh-oh. are you, honey? Okay, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I turn it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna have Sorry to remember because I, I can hear us in the background. I know you're listening. It's like any minute now she's gonna hear her area code, and I just telling everybody, watch now, watch. She's gonna go, oh, 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 and it's so cute, and then, boom, oh, oh, because <laughs> you do that every time. It's so awesome. I'm gonna have to start giving you a heads wow. up beforehand so that you know. <laughs> okay. 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 What are you sharing with us tonight, my love? Okay, um, I have Gary's poem called Right. A good idea to write around is not a great poem, but a good poem. People being bashful, singing, and playing music. Everyone should be proud of every word in the song they sing. Birds sing a note. Church bells ring. Christmas songs everyone sings. Jailbirds sing. A baby shell takes things and then loves giving them back to you. 
Do you know what the baby knows? Do you know what pleases you? Can you remember what pleased you in your baby bed? Can you now know what pleased you on your deathbed? The end. Wow. That was intense. Good job, Gary. Yes, he sure did. Yeah. Okay. And what are you going to read of yours, young lady? Okay. Mine's called Gone Writing. I wrote that about eight years ago, and um, close to eight years ago, and you had a, a photo up there with a sign that says, um, Gone Writing, and this is what came out of it. Uh, gone Writing. Okay. My muses and I went on a mini vacation to a faraway nowhere land in my mind. I guess you could say on a poetry binge, thoughts in my brain are coming out faster than I can keep up with. Oh, we're having a blast, drinking coffee and writing poetry, poetry of love, true love, poetry of nature, poetry that makes you ponder, and poetry of life and living. And I could go on and on, but you get my drift. So come on and join us, our mini vacation, our poetry spree, so relaxing and fun too. The best part is to make an impact on someone's life and to see him or her smile. So if you see a sign said, gone riding on my door, that's where we went. And we'll be back as soon as we can. The end. I love it. Okay, thank you. Okay, and, 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 I, love and, and I love it and when you do homework. Yes, I do too. Because <laughs> I write different. <laughs> yep. Mhm. And in and, and the so, second one. Hmm? Mhm. Go ahead. Okay. Can I can I read the second one? Yes. Okay. It's called Toast to Us. Let's celebrate love. Let's give a toast. Toast to everyday living. Toast to our love. Love is here to stay. Love me now, now and forever. Now is the time, time to sing, time to dance. Dance with me, dance slowly, slowly and gently, slowly we go. Go for now, go and celebrate, celebrate for our love. Celebrate today, today and forever. Today we live, live and let live, live, dream and hope. Hope we live a long time, hope and pray, pray for all. Pray for tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow might be brighter, brighter and sunnier, brighter day, day to smile, day of celebration, celebration for we are alive, celebration for we're here. Here we come, here and there. There it is. There we are. Are we here yet? Are we glad, glad for all, glad to be here today? Today we will live. Today is brighter, brighter future. Brighter for us, us is forever. Us stands for our love, love forever. The end. That was so beautiful. Well, thank you. And forever is forever. Yes, it is. Yes. Fantastic job, Noreen. Do me a favor and tell us how we can find you and Gary. Okay. You can find us, um, Gary and I, we have our books, four books 
on Amazon.com, Reflections of Our Inner Beings, um, the heart, the two hearts in one, um, now and forever, our love and more love, more love poems, and um, the art of truth. You can find all four of them on the um, Amazon, and you can also find this on our official website, um, Gary and Noreen Schneider. Uh, .wix.com front slash poetry and then you can find um, Gary on ReverbNation.com um, um, Facebook.com and PoetryPoem.com and he's also Google Bow and Google Giggle Bow <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, Yes and, he is <laughs> Okay and then you can find me on um ReverbNation.com, PoetryPoem.com, and Facebook.com, and ReverbNation.com. And you can also um, find me on um, Code-Fi.com. And then um, you can also find me um, on, on, um, on the Poetry Club every Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, the uh, Facebook Live, and then you'll you'll see me on my second interview I'm having. It'll be on May the 14th between 11, 11 a.m. to noon, and the in the um the it'll be called the Real Stuff Podcast, the Poetry Corner. Mm-hmm. That'll be my second interview, and I'm very excited. Awesome. Yes. I'm very excited for you. Make sure you post that on the page so everybody can find it really easily, okay? Okay, I sure will. As soon as I get a link for it, I'll be posting it up there. Okay. Perfect. Appreciate it, Noreen. Fantastic okay, thank and, you. and so deserved by you. I'm glad you're doing that. Well, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, baby. We'll talk to you okay. next week. Yes. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Hey, Nala. Hey, how are you, sweetheart? Good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you over ocean, sweetheart. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm a shameless flirt when you call. I can't help it. Making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. My job here is done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what do you have for us, Melvin? Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to read one. I don't think I've ever read it before. It's from my uh, first book of love poems entitled uh, Luno's Love Quotes. And the title of this poem is uh, When You're Lonely. Tonight, I got the blues. I just kicked off my shoes and, and put on a sad song. Everything seemed wrong when you were lonely. If only you was here. If only you was near, my love, this heavy feeling in my heart would depart. It would sing a joyous tune, and I would be immune to this mood. Tonight, I'm feeling down. I don't want to be around nothing but this sad note. Every word is sad quote when you're lonely. If only for today. You are not so far away, my love. This emptiness I feel inside will be denied a place to grow and 
I can let go of this mood. Tonight, I'm feeling sorry. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. Everything a sad thing when you're lonely. If only I could touch you. Just so much as touch you, my love. This loneliness I feel would be unreal and I could deal with this mood. But tonight, I got the blues. So I just kicked off my shoes and put on a sad song. I miss my baby. And everything seemed wrong when you're lonely. And poor. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was, like, sad, beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're going to do two, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a show in here. <laughs> okay. It's called, it's called Peace of Mind. I was wandering through a desert, going in no direction. Lost somewhere within that maze that we call introspection. Hoping that somewhere I'd find uh, the canyon of reflection. So I could sit and ponder over how we lost our connection. And while searching through that jump pile of all of your rejection, face to face within that place, I came upon perfection alone. And Paul. Oh, I love that. I came on perfection Thank alone. You. That was incredible. Thank you. Both of those. Fantastic, honey. Thank you, Bella. You're welcome, my love. Good. Now tell Good. everyone how they can come Good. throw roses. What? Go ahead. What? what? Well, I was, I was going to ask you, should I bring my shovel or what? <laughs> it was just, it's one of those days, you know, with my merry-go-round exploded and all the horses were running in different directions. I didn't even know what the hell way up was. <laughs> yeah, and it's really funny because I sat there posting that on my page, and I just kept posting, and I just kept posting, thinking, you know, uh-huh. some at some point someone's going to notice I'm doing something really dumb here. But nobody did. Nobody said a word. Nobody paid attention to my posts. And so I'm, like, talk, sitting there talking to myself on my page and it was it was so funny. I really had fun doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can find me on, on Facebook, um find me on YouTube and all poetry under Melvin D. Johnson. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being out. You know, I always I always watch for you right at the end because I know you just you tease me and you don't you know, it's like just by chicken teeth, you get in, you know, <laughs> just right in there. So, yeah, I'm really glad you were able to make it. It makes my night. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> we'll talk to you next weekend. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It's been a fantastic evening. A lot of love shown here tonight. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everything that you guys do and um, my heart goes out to many of you who are dealing with tough things right now like we all are I'm going to play a piece by King's Cadence to close the show with and you know I meant what I said earlier you know think about it a lot of us a lot of us have never met each other face to face but that makes us no less real. 
right? So someday something's going to happen to me. I'm an organic matter. It's going to give out. But the parts of me that I leave with people, that's how I stay. That's how you think, you know, think about that the next time you want to be an asshole to somebody, right? You know, that part of you stays alive. You better make sure the good parts of you are better than the bad, right? But the parts of us that people touch live inside of us. They never go away. And the parts that we share, you know, and we're especially lucky as poets because we we get to have a very intimate piece of somebody. And that's going to keep going. You know, his words are going to be heard on and on and on and again and again and again through generations. And his power and his kindness and his perspective and his wisdom stays alive and will continue to touch people and to change lives. I'm so proud to have been his friend. And I'm really proud that I'm going to still be able to share him with the world. I'm very happy that I get the chance and have the means and the ability to do that. So this is King's Cadence World. Piece called Sexy. We'll see you guys next week. This is King's Cadence. Uh, I'm up late. Uh, I felt like doing a piece real quick. So uh, here it is. Um, the poem is called Sexy. You know what I find sexy? Stability. I mean, knowing that you're willingly filling me and not concealing these side pieces and I see in my secrets non-existence you feel the realness from the first kisses. You know what I find sexy? You supporting me. I don't mean pulling money out and supporting me. I mean... Seeing the reason in my missions and believing that I have true ability to achieve it and falling short is nothing more than a score stumbling blocks. Backing me whether the result is well done or not and dusting me off because that's true. In fact, you know and beyond all doubt that I got you. You know what I find sexy? Intelligence. When your verbiage intensive. Intensity causes surface stiffness immerse decisions from your business sense and arouses me in ways I cannot bear to comment. Informed politically, government, social studies, and energy consistency, building and taking pride in how you be getting your grind in. You know what I find sexy? Compassion. Self-awareness of how some things happen, whether passionate or tragic. 
She knows it works out on the back end and we share turbulence and triumphs and see fears that breed tears. But we are clear because everything is fine as long as you and I are here. You don't want to solve my issues and vice versa. This tight merger and light not working because we're connected like writing and cursive. And that connection is so perfect. You want to know what I find sexy? Passion. When you tempt me slow kissing intense like you got no business. Wildfire. Avalanche. Hurricane. There was no difference. <laughs> you are a freak of nature. Touching me with an intensity as though we should form our lives and relive this entirety through your memories. Because I still feel you. Heart racing with nothing but time but is realized as though you were impatient. And daddy could be doctored outside but you made me one hell of an inpatient. My entire life I've been waiting. Others did you foul but those men were flagrant. And you know that part when you stop kissing me to reiterate how much you're really feeling me? Yeah, me too. Now that day is what I find sexy. And peace. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 